Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk, your favorite bi-weekly trophy hunting podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Colin Colhoven, joined as always by He Only Does Everything, Eli Downing. How you doing tonight, sir? Excellent. You do everything. That's right. You got your, got your hands in all kinds of pots. All the pots. <laughs> right on, man. So you're having a good week thus far? Absolutely. Good. I'm, I'm glad to hear it, sir. Happy late birthday. I think we did, oh, a, did a little bash in the Discord for you on your day of, but how was your celebration? It was good. It was last weekend. Yeah. Actually. My birthday was two weeks ago. Right. Your celebration was last weekend, though, yeah. 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 It was chill. Nice, man. You get to see yeah. some family and stuff. Yeah. I mean, some family. I saw my family. There you I go. I see you all the time. There you go. That's what it <laughs> is, man. That's what it is. Very good. Happy to hear it. And we're also joined by He Only Does Nothing, JK. He Only Does Everything, Daryl Fuimano. Both you guys got your hands in lots of pots. A lot of honey pots. <laughs> How you doing, sir? Where, where, where's this coming from? What is this pot thing? I don't know. He's got, you got your hands in the cookie jar, dude. Your hand in the honey pot. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're just into it. You're grabbing life by the handful, by the spoonful. Going after it. That's right. Uh, how you doing tonight, Daryl? I am doing great. I am glad to be done with work and to almost be on my vacation starting tomorrow. That's right. Have you? Uh, did you do some packing after work by chance? So uh, I know. I know we talked about this <laughs> off the air. How I'm really bad about packing, and that's the reason why we're recording early. I still have not been packing. I've gathered things, but I have not packed anything. <laughs> I've, <yet>. I've gathered <laughs> things. <laughs> so you've like I basically put them in a backpack, but I left out the putting in the backpack part. <laughs> I'm getting there. After we're done recording tonight, I'm definitely gonna try to take care of all of it tonight. So it sounds like you have like a pile of stuff, but there's no vehicle or no receptacle for the pile, right? You just got you got no bag, but there's just a bunch of stuff next to each other. <laughs> that is correct. Okay. Like it. I can drive with that. That's yeah, I do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so not... I might, I might need that. You see, I'll dig through this bag. I just leave it here. I'll be ready to go when it's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, what worries me is that I'm gonna be gone for a couple weeks, so I'm not sure if what I have set aside is enough. So uh, I gotta take a, a closer look just to make sure I'm good for two weeks. I, I definitely need a lot of underwear for two weeks. Oh, for sure. Well, do you have laundry options on this trip? I think when we're in New York, we will. But once we go overseas, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Because that's... So I'm, I'm, yeah. Go ahead. I'm guessing you're going to need, like, for two weeks, like, at least 40 pairs. With chonies? Yeah. Got it. I w- Is that right? <laughs> 40 pairs. Probably. Pa- three pairs per day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be eating a bunch of, bunch of food you're not normally used to, bro, you might be getting some bubble gut. You might have... You might have some issues. You might need it. Think about that. I'll pack extras. I'll pack extras. Just guess. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, good. Uh, I'm excited for you to go on your trip. Should be a lot of fun. Vacations are always nice. Get to get away from everything and just enjoy some time. Fantastic stuff there. I uh, I just had Taco Bell for dinner and hadn't had it in probably a few years. But the reason I, I bring it up is because this was the third meal this week that has been incorrect. When I've ordered it. So the first meal, I go out to lunch every day at work, as people know. 
I the first meal I went to Su- Sunshine. This was yesterday, and I went to go get a sandwich. And the person I they took my order, right? Went over, grabbed a drink, came back for the sandwich, and the like same person who like I put the order in with looked me in the eye and goes, "Here you go. Here's your order." Hands me the sandwich, right? And I was like, "Sweet." I didn't think, you know, I didn't check it. So it's my fault, I suppose. I didn't unwrap it and sniff it in the store. But I got back to the fucking, I ordered a veggie sandwich, okay? And I get back to the the work, and it's a a cranberry turkey spinach. It's like the weirdest combo fucking sandwich I've ever seen. And, like, the turkey on it was, like, two-thirds of the sandwich, right? It's like, god damn it. So, anywho, took the the turkey off, just ate bread, basically. Then today, our coworker. Uh, offered to pick up lunch for me when she went out to get it. She was getting Chinese food. I normally get the same thing there, vegetarian fried rice, every single time. And I was like, cool, I'll call it in. So I even talked to the guy on the phone who, like, knows my voice, knows me, right? Mm -hmm. And I fucking get it back today. It's goddamn chicken fried rice, bro. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That's that's two in a row. At least that I can pick the chicken out. Then today, Taco Bell, doing DoorDash, blah, 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 putting in the order. They forget one of my two cheesy gordita crunches unbelievable dude right maybe it's a sign it is a sign i think you start going to the grocery store stephanie was like i think we should just cook and i was like yeah i know (laughs) i I was like i know but like so we don't we order out dinner like one night a week um and then i go out to lunches and i budget for that but it's like dude this is so frustrating like what the fuck (laughs) yeah so i I got a question speaking of your food and your dietary habits Mm. do you have any vegetarian like friends that are vegetarians uh yes one of my so you know joe from the wedding he's in my yeah so he's vegetarian okay do you get like if you guys get in a fight would it still be considered beef (laughs) no it'd be considered impossible (laughs) (laughs) i like that answer (laughs) yeah man yeah bunch of veggie bros so anywho Thank you to uh, all of our returning listeners. Welcome if you're a new listener. As I said at the top, this is episode 72 of our podcast. We're, we're chugging along quite well. And today we've got our trophy list discussions in store for you, as well as hot topics, platinum shoutouts, and Patreon submitted questions. Let's start off the show with some news from around the world. Daryl, what do you got for us this week? That's right. Uh, so random news. So there was a Kendrick Lamar concert recently in London, I believe. And there's a a photo going viral of <laughs> this guy recording Kendrick Lamar on the stage with his PS Vita. And <laughs> I looked at it, I was like, what? Like, what the hell? A PS Vita? Yeah, of what? all the things to take to a concert, man. Oh, dude, that's... because you could get ridiculous. it in. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Everyone's got phones these days, right? Yeah. But, like, there are some concerts where they do take... You're actually maybe not. Com- I've been to a couple comedy like shows where they've taken my phone, and I, I had to put it in this like bag, and it's like oh, locked, yeah. and I can't access it the whole the whole time. The comedy, yeah, yeah. Where um, they give you the the bag at, or the box, and then you carry the box, but they have the key or something. Exactly. Yep. Okay. And, and that's kind of nice. Then when you leave, you get to they unlock it for you, and you're like, cool, sweet. Um, yeah, but uh, PS Vita. There's a couple things weird about the story. One, taking the Vita anywhere in public. <laughs> yeah. And and two, <laughs> recording Kendrick Lamar. There's a crossover with a PS Vita enthusiast and a Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I don't know. So random. It is. It is. 
What the frick? I, I, I guess it's just a trend too, because even even um, some people have um, said that people even bring like their 3ds's to uh, like concerts as well to record. What? I didn't know uh, these the these devices had those capabilities. I've never been a PS Vita owner, Mm-mm. so I want to know what that small device can do. But pretty interesting, you know. I'll, Instead of recording, you know, with your phone, which most people do nowadays, he's like, oh, <laughs> here's my PS Vita. And someone's probably thinking, oh, what model iPhone is that, man? That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't remember the brand of the phone now, but not a BlackBerry. There used to be like another one that like had like a little keyboard piece like attached to it and it would like slide open like up. PS phone. Oh, no, it was this was like old, dude. This was like when sidekick? we were. Yes, that's oh, it. The sidekick, the sidekick bro. <laughs> sidekick, dude. I had one of those. Did you? Oh, that's awesome. I did. It was pretty cool just to flip it up and start typing. Uh, it was pretty cool. Damn. I think all the all the kids like back then had one. You you had to have one in high school, man. I was probably like the, the phone <laughs> you see most kids had back then. Oh, dude, my high school phone was the one. Razor, bro. Hmm. Yeah, the oh, the razor, really yeah. the really thin flip phone or whatever. I remember I got a a black one for my, uh, for my birthday, and I was like, "Fuck yes!" <laughs> like I like we showed up at school, like hell yeah. <laughs> I always thought that had like a legit razor on the bottom. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> yeah, first time I heard, like, heard about it. <laughs> I always it had that, like a bottom that looked like it was like you know with the speaker it looked like it was like uh, some kind of razor, dude. It's like, huh? Huh? Crazy. <laughs> you like trying to shave with it in the morning. Yeah, Let's I always go. just went with the smallest bar phone I could because yeah. of skating. Yeah, you're. Yeah, that's a good point. Not trying to fall on a doinker phone and just bruise my whole, you know, thigh. Absolutely, just the smallest, skinniest bar phone I could. Oh man, that and I also had an iPod uh, Nano. Do you remember mm. that? It was like the. It was like t- it was. It had a color screen and showed like the albums. I thought it was so cool in high school. <laughs> was it the the square the more square one yeah yeah it was like a clip on the back or whatever no that's the shuffle the nano like oh, it was yeah. more like square rectangular and it was pretty small but it, it still had like the color screen so you could look at all your albums i was like oh man gotcha. shit was so sick reminiscing about old technology let's go <laughs> well interesting story nice find there daryl i had no no idea sony's probably like fuck shut that store down Two months too early, dude. Yeah, the Vita would be flying <laughs> off the handle right now. Yeah, PSV is <laughs> popping right now, dude. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm curious if any of our listeners have a uh, PS Vita because I actually don't uh, know of anyone in the Discord having it either. Like, no one's brought it up. No one's been like, "Oh, I'm playing Vita." Like, I know a couple people do uh, the Backbone, like the, uh, the like using your phone basically with that controller attachment. But who do you me. know besides Slugger with a Backbone? Yeah, it's, I guess it is just him. He's the only <laughs> one, you freak. <laughs> oh, man. Very good. Very good. Well, let's get into some platinum shout-outs. This is where we scour our Discord and uh, the various channels within it, which, by the way, if you're listening to this and you're not a member of the Discord, you should go and check that out. Links are in the Patreon page and the SoundCloud page. But, yeah, we, we scour these channels. We try to find some, some cool things, some achievements and, and trophies that have been earned to shout-out during this section. So, Daryl, why don't you take us in with number one? That's right. So number one, we got Knots with God of War Ragnarok already. Damn. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I was like, huh? 
<laughs> that was the same reaction I had when I was typing. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "He must be joking." He did. He like just like take a random like snapshot. How do we know? <laughs> but it's incredible because I think he said it took him about forty three hours, and he posted this on the Saturday after the game launched on Wednesday. So he basically put in forty three hours in Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So he did over ten hours a day. Sheesh, which is pretty wild and i know he is like uh like he's like not like a child he's not like in college or something he's like an adult and he's got kids from what i understand based on like our discord like discussions so it's like damn dude you fucking went in on that game <laughs> yeah you got a keeper huh yeah it's pretty nuts well, it kind of reminds me of what you said colin like you said that you compared this game to Elden ring where every day after work it was just one of those games you were just excited to play yeah man you can't stop thinking about it once you start that's for sure. Oh man. So, actually, but actually, I've broken the curse because I didn't play it yesterday, and I haven't played it yet today. And I've, I've found that even that one day off yesterday, where I'm like, oh, I can, I'll just play it this weekend. I'm cool. But when I was playing it like every day, I was like, I gotta get back, dude. I gotta play some more God of War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, pretty interesting. But yeah, congratulations, Knots, on that platinum. Uh, when he posted it in the in the Discord, it was at zero point eight nine percent on PSM profiles, and this game is going to definitely be higher than that. We'll get to more of that later. So he, he certainly was one of the very early people to have uh, to earned it. So pretty crazy. Um, next up, we got JB Trophy Hunter with Jedi Fallen Order. Fantastic game that we were just talking about not too many episodes ago. And yeah, I just thought I would shout that out because I know he's a big Star Wars fan as well. So it's a good pick up there. Eli, you want to read what Quinn achieved? Lego Harry Potter. What do you think I think about? it was years one through four. It was years one through four. Thank you for that, sir. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. You a fan? Yeah, I've I've been interested to check those out, but from a, a review, I'm probably not going to. Yeah, because it's kind of what I expected. I didn't even realize that that the um, there's like no talking mm-hmm. in Lego games, so like it would be super dull, you know. Yeah, there's and like it, text, like, but there's no yeah, there's no voice acting. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's like the least combat focused Lego game. So I think it's more about like, you know, going around the school and doing chores. Yes. From what I have seen. So like Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's always on sale for two dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but good for her sticking through it, you know? Absolutely. And I I wanted to throw that one up there because uh, Quinn had been talking about how she had been so dedicated to playing like backlog only games, and then this was one of like the first like new games she allowed herself to play after she hit a certain completion percentage. So that's pretty exciting. Ouch. Whenever you get to you know finally play something new- different that you've been wanting to or whatever, so pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. And last but not least, we've got Emerson uh, coming in with his seven thousandth trophy earned. Now this is not a platinum, of course, but he did post that uh he had earned his seven thousand seven thousandth god that's kind of hard to say trophy mm-hmm. and i thought that was pretty cool you know i i'm coming up close to five thousand here i believe so yeah that's that's pretty sick shit congratulations sir all right shout outs are complete let's get into some questions of the mind what do you have for us eli mm-hmm. well speaking of seven thousand <laughs> <laughs> How do how do you make the number seven even without addition, subtraction, multiplication, or division? 
Oh, can you say that one more time? I'm sorry. How do you make the number seven even without addition, subtraction, multiplication, or division? Take away the S. Boom! Wow. Dude, why am I getting these questions? All you were right? on it, bro. You yeah. were on it. I'm so- like very quiet during Eli's segment. For like the last two or three years <laughs> for, for like a year and a half of dad jokes <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then here you go you found the your actual logic comes out yeah you found your element man yeah well well done well done sir okay maybe i'll get this one mm-hmm. i make two people out of one what am i two people out of one hmm hmm, hmm. And conversely, Darryl? I fucking suck at these. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Daryl. <laughs> What's the answer? Yeah, go ahead and tell us. <laughs> I'm dying to know. I'm sure you've nailed it by now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, man. I'm kind of stumped on this one. Fucking A. A mirror. Ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. Uh, how many sides does a circle have? No, none. Infinite. Hmm. Are those answers or? Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm, they, I'm, they were very. I'm gonna say infinite is my statements. answer. Infinite sides. Hmm. Mathematical answer here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Two. I my answer is two. Got the inside and the outside. <laughs> oh, oh, d- a dad joke within a riddle. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love those. Fantastic. All right, last one that'll that'll bust your brain here. Okay. Okay. All right, I gotta All get right. get some on the board. Yeah, get something on the board here. I am not alive, but I grow. I don't have lungs, but I need air. I don't have a mouth, but water kills me. What am I? Rust. No. Mm. No, 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 wait. No. No, 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 no. I'm not alive, but I grow. Grow. I don't have lungs, but I need air. I don't have a mouth, but water kills me. What am I? I was thinking a plant, but the last part doesn't. It wouldn't make sense for a plant. Well, the first mm. part wouldn't either. They're alive, you know. I already forgot the first. Part. <laughs> <laughs> I am not alive. <laughs> the, the, the prerequisite of them being something inanimate. Oh, uh, what about one of those like sponge things that you put in water and they like get hella big? <laughs> a sponge? <laughs> no, remember those like little toys you'd get? They were like little tiny dinosaurs, oh, yeah. and you'd like drop them in there and they'd just fucking expand and be. But they're just sponges shaped like dinosaurs and crumpled up. I suppose so. Yeah. I had those in. Uh, I got those for Zayden. Nice. Those are cool. I like those. Yeah. Okay, I don't have an answer then. Shit. Daryl. Yeah, me neither. The whiz. Fire. Oh, it's not alive, but it grows. It doesn't have lungs, but it needs air, and it doesn't have a mouth. Uh, I don't have a mouth, but water kills me. Water kills me. God damn, damn, damn. Oh, I got the hiccups. Uh, uh, yeah, say that one was kind of fire. Oh, that one over calling. You did, you did. I can't. I'm, I'm o for four. Jesus yeah. Christ. I don't know. We gotta. Someone add up the last. I think I've gotten like oh, one last each. Five I think I've gotten like one <laughs> per episode normally. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, thank you, sir, for those yeah, yeah. stumpers. I feel great about myself. So it's time yeah. to keep on rolling with the episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you like what we do and you want to support the show, you can go on over to Patreon at patreon.com/slash Trophy Talk Podcast and find various tiers of support. 
with various benefits and find something that matches your budget and helps support the show. We wanted to give a special Patreon shout out to all of our supporters over there. That's a big thank you to Maximum Carnage, Diego Juan, Chaz Bilby, B Down, JB Trophy Hunter, Skrillis, King6969, Slugger, The Sly G Cooper, Pat the Trophy Hunter, and Smackerly. Thank you all very much for your support of the show. We really appreciate it. That was too easy to follow. Well, the layout changed, if you notice. Yeah. I think you did that so you could get a little mixy match here. A little mixy match here, and I did, and I, you yeah, don't yeah. think it was? I thought that was a fine. That was good. Yeah. Okay. It was just easier for us to oh, follow. Oh, you could follow it. Okay. The okay. way it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Hopefully yeah. it really screwed up the listeners. Yeah, now their brains are scrambled. <laughs> you can't even listen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Well, as we said, on Patreon, one of the tiers at our silver level, for silver trophy level and above, you get to write in questions to the show. So we're going to get into some questions submitted to us for this week's episode from our Patreon supporters. The first one we're going to is quite a lengthy one, and we've been told that Eli is very excited to read it aloud. So uh, we've he, been told. So You've he, been telling me the last three times that I'm gone. I would love to read it, actually. Yeah, I've been jonesing, dude. You said it. I was like, oh, he knows me too well. Yep. All right. Yeah. Let's get into it, Eli. Take us into Maximum Carnage's question. Speaking of breaking their brains, here we go. <clears throat> Greetings, Obelisk the Tormentor. Sliffer the Sky Dragon, and Winged Dragon of Ra. I have a small theory slash speculation to run past you three Egyptian gods. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I was thinking about the plans of Cod moving to a biannual release schedule. It didn't seem to make much sense to me when even on a down year like last year's Vanguard release, Cod is still a highly profitable release to have each year. So why would you take... <clears throat> Why would they take next year off? Hmm. I thought about its competition. Not that there's much. Then it hit me. GTA 6. Could it be possible that the, the dev team behind COD caught wind of a release window for GTA 6? For a team as large as Activision, it's not completely out of the question to assume some employees or investors have communications with Rockstar. I always had a feeling GTA 6 would release in 2025 or at the earliest 2024. This thought now has me thinking sooner. Maybe Activision knows it would be better for them to bend the knee, bend the knee for GTA 6 in the fall next year and give all three teams a whole extra year to perfect their games than to have uh, three solid annual releases after the year hiatus. What are your thoughts? I'm more than likely incredibly wrong, but it's safe to assume that the average consumer is going to be picking up GTA 6 over COD in the run-up to the holiday season. Cheers and beers. <laughs> right on. Thank you, Eli, and thank you, Maximum Carnage, for your creative naming conventions, as always. Once again, I will ask, which which person is which? You know, Because I'm down to be Sliffer the Sky Dragon. Sounds pretty cool. Uh... <laughs> I don't know any of them. I, I know Ra. Are these real? I know Ra as like the, the sun god in Egyptian mythology. I don't know of Sliffer or Obelisk the Tormentor, but that doesn't mean much because I didn't really study Egyptian mythology. So we will see. Uh, Daryl, what did you think of this question? It's, a, it's an interesting thought, right? I mean, they are taking their first year off since 2004, 2005 for Call of Duty. So pretty big deal. What do you think is going on there? 
Uh, it is interesting. I think you're the. I think Max is the second person to say this, and I think you mentioned it as well, Colin. Mm. That Call of Duty is taking a break next year, mm-hmm. and I didn't really think of anything about this until Max is reading Max's question. And I'm like, huh? It's not outside the realm of possibility. It, it's definitely possible. And I mean, Call of Duty's been around for so long, and I mean, it's great that they're gonna take a break and maybe just focus on maybe some some new games or just try to you know see what they can bring to the table. Go back to the drawing board because mm-hmm. when you look at it, Call of Duty's basically done everything. Yeah. They've done so much in like World War II. Like that was pretty much their bread and butter before they started branching out and doing like the Modern Warfare series, um, and then they started doing all the futuristic stuff. Um, just, and then they they came back to the modern warfare and gave it like a you know a fresh coat of paint. But like now it's like, what else can they do with the series? Mm-hmm. It, it didn't seem like Vanguard was like well received, even though it made a ton of money. It didn't seem like people really cared for it. They're probably just waiting on like the next modern warfare or like hey you know let's play Warzone. That, that that's what most people I feel like are playing nowadays. Right. So it'll be interesting to see what uh. What the what the series can bring is uh, at this point I'm not sure what else they can really focus on except for just you know maybe focusing on Warzone or you know who knows maybe they'll just expand into the future side of things and try to see if they can you know make it a little bit more well received within the the game community. Mm-hmm. But the GTA Six news definitely had me thinking. I was like GTA Six in 2023. Oh man, that that would be a day one purchase for me for sure. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I, I love GTA, man. I play. I've been playing Grand Theft Auto for years, and just the news of like the game coming out, it, it just has me always like super excited. Like I love like all the trailers that that come out, and then you know eventually you know seeing those trailers, you're like, damn, I'm, I'm gonna be able to play in this this massive world. So that's like one of the things that I really enjoy about GTA. Um, What's what's funny, or at least interesting to me, is that so I kind of look back in, at Rockstar's releases over the years and try to see if there there could be a pattern as to like could GTA Six be coming out in twenty twenty three? So GTA GTA Five came back came out in twenty thirteen. I was the gonna first say, time it you, was released. yeah, I remember getting it on three sixty my first year at grad school. It was before the Xbox Series or Xbox One or PS Four was even out, so. Nice, nice. So, you know, it, it's very possible that a sequel, sequel could be, or it could be coming out pretty soon. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very possible it could be coming out soon. It's been close to 10 years now, so a sequ- or the release is coming pretty soon. Yeah. And then Red Dead Redemption 2 came out in 2018. So that's five years later. And they add on another five years, we're in 2023 at that time. Mm-hmm. ETA 6, maybe? Mm-hmm. You know, it could be possible. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. If if all the stars line up, dude, I I would definitely want GTA Six. I I I hope the news just doesn't come out until like maybe a few months before, because if it does come or if it's announced like before the year's up, that's probably the only game I'm gonna be thinking about from that point. The news <laughs> was announced until the game actually comes out. Yeah. Like, man. It's, it's too long until GTA 6 comes out. 
Well, and, and also just to add fuel to your fire before we go over to you, Eli, and get your thoughts. Um, if you recall, earlier this year, there was a leak of GTA 6, and Rockstar confirmed that it was accurate, that all the stuff that leaked was true. And a lot of assets are, like, in the wild, You and you can clearly see that the game is... It's not done, you know, but it's it's coming together. Like it's it's nearing. It's not in the early stages of development by any means, which it, which shouldn't be a surprise. So you know, it it is it is possible, right, that it comes out next year. Like you're, I, I'm glad you brought up the timeline because I was going to talk about GTA Five being ten years old already, or it will be if this comes out. If GTA Six comes out next year, it'll be ten years in between Grand Theft Auto releases. So pretty insane. But Eli, what do you think about the speculation here? Uh, could well one. I was thinking, you know, they could definitely how they he mentioned the Activision getting wind, catching wind of it, but it's also, I think part of that is they're also like a huge, you know, they make tons of games and understand the industry and could just maybe, you know, they have a better uh, prediction, right more educated prediction of when that can come out you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah so they might but, not know but they might intuit accurately right right uh yeah i don't know the, there's um with vanguard wasn't it, it feels like they've been kind of like uh activision has been kind of slipping up on a lot of these for releases lately yeah like what well, well, uh for the Black Ops 4. Black Ops 4, the campaign got scrapped. And then didn't something just happen with one of the other ones recently, or is that... Well, no, you're, yeah, so you're right. I mean, I think really if you look at track record, you know, you have Call of Duty World War II, which was not well received. Then you had Call of Duty Black Ops 4, which had to drop the campaign and was kind of mixed. Then you had uh, Modern Warfare 2019, which was really well received. But then you had Black Ops Cold War, which I think is good, but I didn't hear like as many people talking about it as other mm-hmm. stuff. And then you had Vanguard, same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then this yeah. year you have Modern Warfare 2. So. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe they're just kind of... They are definitely stepping on their own toes either way. <laughs> yeah, they are. Like, there's no if ands, or buts about that. Yep. But that's the thing. They're going to sell the games anyways. People want to try the new thing. And, you know, so. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they fucked this one up too, and they didn't want to. Ah, you are like, correct. Actually, did you know it? that? What? Because it it is it is known that the reason that there's no Call of Duty next year is because they were supposed to be it was supposed to be Treyarch's year, and it wasn't going to be ready, so they delayed yeah. it by a year. Um, and I think it's because all these teams support each other, you know, and they end up like you end up pulling resources from one area to help another, and then before you know it, you've screwed over the other project, right? Because Treyarch spent six months trying to help with Modern Warfare 2 or six months trying to help with Vanguard. And then it's like, well, yeah, no shit. Like, you know, famously they did the zombies mode in Vanguard right after they had just done Black Ops Cold War, which is like, you see, so it's like, they're just, it never stops, I guess is my point. So I, I did think about that. I also thought about another series I know that did this break semi recently that used to be annualized can you guys think of what series that is battlefield uh, assassin's creed assassin's creed correct so basically after the title started getting a little bit stale not necessarily in terms of you know people like those syndicate you really like syndicate daryl but i do think that the series lost like momentum 
And then they took a year off and they came back and they came back with Origins. And that new trilogy of AC games is really well received, right? So I, I think maybe it's a, a combination of a couple things. I think number one, like Treyarch's just not ready, right? And they're not gonna they're not gonna rush Treyarch. Number two, they give them extra time to maybe do something a little bit different and out of the box. But then number three, they're really concerned with this new platform that they've launched of Warzone 2.0, which just came out yesterday as the time yeah. of recording. And that free-to-play game with crazy monetization elements is going to carry them through next year, no problem. So yeah. it's not like people won't be playing Call of Duty. You know, it's not like there's going to be a lull in, in Call of Duty where people will lose interest or something like that. So I think it's more that in response to Maximum's question than it is GTA 6. I think the speculation mm -hmm. of if GTA 6 comes out next year is interesting, but I almost consider it a separate question because I have to be honest, I think the person that would buy GTA 6 is probably in the pocket for Call of Duty as well. Like, I think those overlap. And I don't think just because one came out, someone wouldn't buy the other. It might be something of like, yeah, I'm going to buy GTA 6 at launch and then I'm just going to wait another month or two and then buy Call of Duty, but it's not like they wouldn't buy Call of Duty. Um, like if you look at GTA five, it's still on the top of sales charts all the freaking time. So people are just constantly buying that game. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's kind of what I think is going on, but interesting theory nonetheless, and definitely gave us I'll, something to think about. Go ahead. I also wonder about Activision Blizzard as a whole. Yeah, me too. What's going on because <laughs> world of Warcraft ain't doing so hot. Final fantasy. 14, yeah. 14's kind of taking over that space right now. Yep. The Diablo Immortal, that that was a fail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four is, you know, I think did I mention on the last episode? Catch a wind to some suspicious monetization. Still looks fucking badass. I hope it I hope it does eat. Yeah. Uh go back and watching some news on with the developers and how it uh and just listening to them explain it, and you can tell they've like I hope it's not just like hype, but the way they say it, it really sounds like they are truly like they understand the struggles of like, you know, of like playing a game and like looking at the map and having it be too confusing because there's going to be some like verticality to it. Oh, and like you don't want it to be like overrun and you want to be able to tell where you can go and, you know, those kinds of things that it seemed like they really cared. Yeah. And like leveling and how that's going to work and like not feeling uh like super tied to a character you get to try skills but then like when you invest you feel you know into that more role-playing space you know right but right still i wow i'm going off on diablo 4 my bad dude oh i don't care <laughs> just I mean, like with as yeah. activision uh you know blizzard the whole thing um yeah they're a little questionable all these overwatch all 2 these as well, uh, right? that was that was another one of their recent launches overwatch 2 yeah so i think that's doing pretty good though huh i think it might have stabilized, like a lot of, but it didn't come out in the like in the best shape by everyone's kind of bummed about losing everything yeah well there was that and then people couldn't get into lobbies it would kick them like it had mm. stability issues and stuff which with that many people playing a multiplayer game like it's gonna happen. Oh, yeah. Come on, guys! Right. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. whole world is probably playing this. Yeah, right now. like it, it's gonna a pretty big ass game. It's gonna happen. Um, yeah, but I, I still think your point is valid. That it's I don't a lot of look weird at rumbling. Activision Blizzard as the cream of the crop anymore. Like I, you know, like at one point in time, Blizzard was anything they released was like gold. You know, and now I think their their reputation's a bit tainted. So, be curious I still think it is. You still think it but is? But there, I still think it is. 
Because like, they also did that like Overwatch Warcraft still- three remaster that was like horrible, and like people were like, "What the hell is this?" Like they they put out some stuff. It's just like, "What are you doing, dude?" I don't know. Yeah, I get. But as far as I think I mentioned that last time, as far like our um, MMORPGs, yeah. World Warcraft is still fucking the best, mm-hmm. one of the best, second mm-hmm. best if it's that right. And Diablo's one of the best action RPGs. Yep. And Call of Duty's one of the best shooters and. So, like, they still put out quality. Yes. But there's, yes, yes. like, when you're that high up on the pedestal, it's, like, easy to, like, you know, point fingers at, like, you know, mm-hmm. shenanigans. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this isn't this isn't 10 out of 10. Just absolute shitter, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Basically yeah, that mindset. Right, right. That's true, because it doesn't live up What's going on? This isn't, uh, this isn't absolutely perfect. It's not, like, immaculate right out the gate. I don't get it. Yeah. The money stuff's suspicious, though. Mm-hmm. It They're is. doing a lot of grabbing on that. They are. They are. I wonder if that had something to do with the character like reset on Overwatch. Oh, I mean, yeah, there's no doubt. <laughs> it Dude, some, yeah, it had something to do with it. The amount of money they make on fucking World of Warcraft, dude, has got to be fucking astronomical, dude. Because like mm-hmm. I, I had tried to play it and I've been in the MMO uh, mood lately. Been in that space. And by God, dude, it's like, you know, it's like 15 bucks a month. Uh, you can pay the like the the ninety or whatever to make it thirteen ninety nine a month if you you know for the year or whatever. Right. But it's like, dude, and people have th- thousands of hours in that game. Yep. And you're paying. You've been playing it for ten years. What's that? <laughs> What's that number for one person? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, can we do that wait, quick? Shit. Let me see. I gotta grab it's my. It's fifteen ninety nine a month. Okay. By twelve months. So fifteen. Let's do sixteen because it's fifteen ninety nine. So sixteen times twelve is for a well, year. Let me let me fact check. It's one ninety two times how many years? Let's that. say ten years. It's two grand. What? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Two oh, wait, wait. Now we got concur like the players. Because the thing is too like. If it, I mean I don't know that's not that's so cool. bad like when I was playing League like a lot I when I played okay. those first three years I put in like over a thousand dollars into that game. But I wasn't playing other shit. So it's like instead of buying new games, instead of mm-hmm. buying games on sale, instead of buying, you know, Game Pass or instead of, you know, like all that kind of stuff. You're like, yeah, I'm just going to get this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not horrible if you use it a lot. Well, I'm going to fact check the price. Got you. Got you. Let's see here. Oh, it's. Did you find it? $12.99 a month. $12.99. One month is, one month is $14.99 a month. Twelve okay. month offers thirteen a month, so it's one hundred and fifty five. Okay, so let's at say the best value, one hundred and fifty five a year, and let's say you played for ten years, it's yeah, one thousand five hundred fifty bucks. So not and not too bad for. I know. I noticed uh, they have one million one hundred or one hundred and thirteen million. Multiply that by one hundred and thirteen million five hundred six thousand eight hundred thirty nine dollars. <laughs> Uh, it's one hundred and seventy-five billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they make enough money with Wow. Yeah. They don't really need to be doing these little digs like a mortal. You know what I'm diving. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems kind of you know that's not how you get players on your back. You give them free shit, and then you know. Yeah. Oh, speaking of free, speaking of free shit, and as as a segue and not really a segue i suppose but it, this was cool i logged on today to my xbox to play a little master chief collection when i got home and okay dude we're talking xbox now dude because because i got because it Evo talk 
<laughs> it's going to come up again soon in a little bit too, so That's don't good. you worry. Uh, but yeah, they gave me five bucks for free because it's like, hey, Whoa. it's a Black Friday sale, so we put $5 in your wallet. Like, enjoy. And it was like from Xbox official, and I was like, oh, shit. All right, check it out. So if you're an Xbox player, you know, go get your five bucks. Go log on. Do it. Mm-hmm. Do it, do it. Okay, well, thank you, Maximum, for the the discussion that you sparked, and uh, hopefully we sufficiently answered your question. Let us know what you think, listeners. Uh, what's your theories on GTA 6 coming out next year, and how do you feel about Call of Duty taking a year off? Okay, let's get into Slugger's question. I'll read this one out because, as it starts off with, mainly a call-in question. That's how, it's, that's how it begins, bro. Okay? So, Slugger says, mainly a call-in question. With Game of the Year nominees being announced, it seemed like seems like it's going to be a head-to-head battle between Elden Ring and God of War. He's, of course, referring to the Game of the Year awards hosted every year. And, uh, yeah, quite a bit of the nominees are in different categories. Or quite a bit of the categories included these two nominees, Elden Ring and God of War. So, based on your experience with the two, which one do you think is more deserving? Overall, here is the list. I wouldn't mind hearing just general thoughts on the on the nominations as well from the guys. So, before I Man. give my thoughts... You don't get that. Yeah. <laughs> before I give my thoughts... You don't get general thoughts. Okay? <laughs> you get deep dives here, okay? On Trophy Talk, Chivo Talk. No, from the guys. The, you don't get general thoughts from us. It's a calling question. Okay. So, <laughs> here's the nominees. We've got A Plague Tale Requiem. Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I thought it was cool to note that half of the Game of the Year awards are Sony exclusives. Or half of the Game of the Year nominees are Sony exclusives. Two of them are cross-platform, and one of them is a Nintendo exclusive. None of them are Xbox exclusives. Or PC exclusives. Stray's cross. Is it? I thought it was PC exclusive. Or sorry, PS5 exclusive. Mm-mm. It's on Steam. I apologize. Never mind then. So two, a third of them <laughs> are, are PlayStation <laughs> exclusives. Um, okay, but back to the question in general. Uh, for, actually, no, fuck that. Let me give general thoughts on the on the nominees. Xenoblade Chronicles Three. What are you doing in there? You snuck in there. What the fuck is that? I I don't, what I've heard this almost is... no one talk about this. <laughs> like who this the fuck is, has uh, been talking about Xenoblade Chronicles Three? You heard raving? Fucking no, 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 no. Hey, we want inclusion. Yeah, we, and, you know we do. I feel like they had to throw Nintendo a bone. They're like, here you go. See, yep. we we see you. Yeah, and and <laughs> we know how the I know how the voting process works. They pull like different outlets and news sources and news sites together, and they ask their writers to rate things and to vote, and that is how it comes up with the overall list. So clearly, enough people in games media journalism felt. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 deserved a shot. You're fucking idiots. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. The other five, I think Plague Tale Requiem, interesting choice uh, from a Sobo, of course. I've not yet played it, but I really liked the original game. I've heard it also had some some performance issues in that it didn't run at 60 FPS and didn't have a performance mode option that offered that. So not entirely sure how I feel about that in terms of the technical piece of what game of the year really is, but neither here nor there. I think it's an interesting nomination and one that's certainly been talked about, at least on podcasts I listen to as being really solid. Same thing for Stray. Uh, I've heard really great things about it. It's an interesting new idea for a game. There's, I can't remember a game that's been like it before, so I like that it's a pretty unique style and nomination. And it's short. It's a different style of game than Elden Ring, God of War, and Horizon Forbidden West, which are all 50-plus hour narrative games in some sense. Um, 
Horizon Forbidden West being on there, are we serious? We like really? Is that actually like that's game of the year, or is it just are we talking about best selling games of the year now? Because it did sell well, but after Elden Ring came out and ate its lunch, bro, I ain't heard nobody talking about Horizon Forbidden West. Like who's 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 getting after you to play that game? Who's recommending that game to you? Speaking of Nintendo throwing throwing bones, mm-hmm. maybe maybe Sony's throwing a couple bones. You know, they might be. You know what I'm saying? I get you, dude. I get you. And and again, Horizon Forbidden West, I'm sure is great. I I'll talk about it a little bit later in the show too. I just think, you know, it, we also had a somewhat slow year in terms of like major major releases. The middle of the year was really quiet. So Horizon's on there. Fair enough. It's very polished and very beautiful looking from what I've seen, read, and heard. Uh, I don't know if it does enough new and changes things in a way that we want to give it game of the year pushing the media which one's forward. this horizon forbidden west oh yeah and have you played it not not yet but i've i've seen decent decent a decent amount of stuff about it um and i've tried to read some like reviews and you know I, i'm going to play it which we'll get to in a little bit but basically core of the question god of war ragnarok and elden ring i think that's really where it's at that is basically the debate here and I have slight issues with both things that kind of hold it back from being like perfect, perfect games for me in, in both instances. But I do think that if we're looking at a game that did something different and kind of reinvigorated what games can be and what the, the future of a type of game is, God of War Ragnarok feels like God of War 2018. I mean, that's just the reality of it. I think it's amazing. I absolutely love it. It's beautiful. It's technically impressive. The story's fantastic. But it is God of War 2018 in many ways. And some combat variation is there, of course. But the structure is largely the same. The type of game it is is not something that's new to you. You've seen something like this before. The The main like trick in it is like, yeah, the camera doesn't break again. But it didn't do that in 2018 either. It was a single shot then. The single shot now, right? Did it win Game of the Year in 2018? I actually don't know. Do you guys know? It might have been Spider-Man, or was it God of War? Those both came out that year. Modern Warfare? Yeah. I'm not sure. So so personally, I think it's I think it's going to go to, and I think it should go to Elden Ring. And on a technical level, I know it's maybe not quite as impressive as God of War. Actually, it's not even God of War is stunning. You'll see when you guys play it. But Elden Ring, I think, in, in what it did for open world games, what it did for the Souls genre and like pushing that type of gameplay into like the next evolution of its form, I think Elden Ring is probably, in my opinion, the one that should win. That's after not having played four of the six games on this list. So I think between the two, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to Elden Ring. I think God of War Ragnarok will win best like action game or it, it might win things based on like art direction or you know design or things like that. It's going to get a ton of awards, but I think Game of the Year is going to go to Elden Ring. And the last time that From won Game of the Year was with 2019 in Sekiro, I believe. So... Yeah, there I are... guess this really de- depends on what kind of scale you're judging it on. Like, what what makes game of the year? Mm-hmm. It seems like you're going off of like so. I'll read. Uh, I'll read it. To influential you. or whatever, right? Yeah. If uh, God of War is, or do they judge more heavily on graphics? I wish it win. 
if it's like um, doing something different, then Stray should win. You know, what's what's really makes it a game of the year? No, so let me changing let me, open worlds. You know, it's just year, like what do you we... No, so each category has a description of what what that what they're what they mean by what they're asking for. Um, what is game of the year? Say? That's what, that's what I'm trying to find. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh okay. What the fucking Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields mm. is their official definition for game of the year. So actually, I don't think I had that correct. Because if you're going to put technical field in there in the description, I actually think it should go to God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. So, JK, that's what I think. What do you, what do you guys think? I've been, <laughs> I've, been, I've been talking for like I've been talking for like five minutes. What, what do you guys... Calling question. What do you guys have to say about... We're any, not, any we're not allowed the, to talk. Any thoughts on the nominees? Any thoughts on... We're not allowed to talk, Daryl. He wants to give get your general <laughs> thoughts on the nominations. General thoughts general, on the nominations. General thoughts, Stray. Okay. Okay. You think that should win? If we're voting off of most unique, yeah. Okay. Changes yeah. to the game. You know, what it really means to be a game the most. Mm. So that would be best game direction. Awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Right. Right. And Stray is also nominated for that, by the way. So. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about this yeah. Elden Ring. Was the what's the groundbreaking thing in Elden Ring? There's no map. It's the like natural exploration and finding like things as you go, rather than having like waypoints and telling you like here's like ten side quests available to you. Here's like a you know, like the, it's basically like getting rid of the check boxes and keeping the large map in the open world and letting you just kind of find it at your own pace you know what i mean i've been playing a game like that that came out years ago which one is that arc oh oh survival evolved no mini map no mini map no nothing (laughs) hey there's dinosaurs (laughs) out there don't get fucking wrecked son try to get a couple (laughs) on your side dude you know i i think it's one thing you would like best score in music eli metal hellsinger is up there nice Um, i did I was gonna. Yeah. I went through a voting thing on that, and it was like on my phone. It like glitched out, and I totally forgot about it. But Warframe was on one for the like community game. I think. Yes, it was. Yep. I wanted to vote for that. Yep. And, and Metal Hellsinger for music. And then also for best art direction, I think this one's kind of interesting because you've got so for it's awarded for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Scorn. Now, Scorn, I think, is interesting. That's that Xbox exclusive slash P- Xbox and PC exclusive that was really inspired by the original Alien movie. It looks like a Geiger kind of... Uh... Oh, I thought of Torment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's cool looking, too. But, uh... I was bummed about that because it looked fucking pretty dope. And then I'm like, oh, it's this game you just walk around and don't die in and mm. don't really do anything. I was like, God, it's gay. Mm, I'm not mm, playing that. Mm-hmm. I was a little bummed by that. It's not my style, not for me. Other people might like it. It's not for me. I got I was you. A little yeah, I mean, th- it's cool. I would go vote people if you're listening to this. It's pretty fun to do. It's really easy to do. So go check it out. Um, Daryl, you have any general thoughts on the nominations and/or the the question of Elden Ring versus God of War? Uh, I mean. I don't really have much to offer because I haven't played any of these games that have been mentioned on this list, even the ones that are probably not going to get Game of the Year. Um, 
But I, I did check. So God of War did twenty eighteen did win Game of the Year. I thought it was Spider Man. Oh man, so, nice. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely gonna. I feel like it's definitely gonna come down to Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not just to say the other games aren't worthy of the award. I, I just feel like the hype is being built around these two games, but. I feel like Stray could come out winning game of the year. I just felt like a lot of people were talking about that. And yeah. honestly, I, I really did not know anything about this game until people in Discord were talking about it. So um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Stray did win. I, if it yeah. doesn't win game of the year, I feel like it would win in like another category, maybe like best new IP or something like that. Yeah, there is a best indie yeah, game dir- where it's in there. Was that Direction you mentioned? Something? Art Direction Art or Direction, whatever? yeah. I feel like that it, one it, might go to scorn, honestly. It's kind of a, yeah. Because game of the year doesn't mean best-selling game or most talked about game. That's what I was kind of wondering about Forbidden West is like what, just because nobody's talking about it doesn't mean it's not the game of the year. Yeah, I see. Right? I, I mean, su- they're I not suppose. judging on how many like Instagram reels were made about it, right? No, 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 they're not. But I, But I do think it's like, because the way that this list comes together is via votes from people that nominate them, like people... Ooh, yeah, the most talked about this Right, generally. like most talked about yeah. ends up kind of becoming that. And I just, like all these games, I'm I'm joking around with Xenoblade Chronicles 3, right? I'm just, I'm throwing shade because it's on the Switch. Like how good can it really be compared to these other things? But like, I'm sure it's great, right? But I think if you look at it, like Elden Ring and God of War are games where it's like you hear about them even like outside of people who normally talk about and play games, you know? like Well, then it's got to be Elden Ring. Yeah. Because God of War is on PlayStation 5. How good could it really be? versus a PC game. Oh my god, get out of here. Except for <laughs> except for the most stable ex- except for the most stable way to play Elden Ring when it came out was the PS4 version. So, oh <laughs> you know, um this is no. going to stay relevant longer because of mods. I I might change my mind because I am going to play Forbidden West, which I'll again, we'll get to shortly, but it's um you know, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. We keep talking about Forbidden West and I, I just kind of help to think of the scenario. So like no, the devs are probably happy that they're being mentioned as a contender for game of the year. Absolutely. So they're probably just thinking like, hey, you know, we're we're going up against a Playtale Requiem. We poop on that game. Our mm-hmm. game's way better. Yeah. And you know, well, you know, maybe Stray's a little bit better. Uh, we're definitely better than Xenoblade Chronicles. Mm-hmm. You know, Ragnarok. Uh, okay, okay, cool. We're going up against those games. All right. Yeah. Cool. Hey, hey, hey. Uh just just announce you guys, there's gonna be a uh, a last minute entrant. Uh, it's gonna be Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> you can just imagine the death like this again, bro. It, it, oh, Horizon. They always get fucked by these open world games that break the formula, man. Always meaning both times, right? So the first time the game came out, it was right around the time that Breath of the Wild came out, and people were like, "Ah, I'm playing Breath of the Wild. That's way different style of an open world game than Horizon." That's very, you know, and then this time Forbidden West comes out and it's like, ah, Elden Ring's out too. <laughs> I'm going to do an Elden Ring's like, I just, I feel for those guys. I feel for them. Pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, let me know what you think. Slugger, I'm curious what your, what your thoughts are. You've actually not yet started Ragnarok, I guess, but you did play uh, Horizon and Stray and Elden Ring. Uh, or no. Yeah, Elden Ring. So Anybody play Requiem? Because everyone was raving about... When it was hot in the Discord, the first one. Yeah, I haven't played it, man. I, I, I could imagine it being actually a pretty, pretty solid game. Last Stand Media, like, 
Sacred Symbols crew was pretty hot on it for a while. Plague Tale Requiem. In fact, I think Chris said it was between that and Elden Ring for his game of the year, personally. So, mm. yeah, pretty, uh, pretty interesting. So, anyway, good question, sir. Appreciate it. And uh, excited to see Game Awards. We get, always get a ton of announcements at the Game Awards, so that's what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. All right, last question comes to us from JB Trophy Hunter. Daryl, why don't you take us in with not only the question, but maybe your answer as well, because the question is only about six words. <laughs> yeah, wow, he has a seven-word question, dude? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. So JB Trophy Hunter's question is, what are your gaming goals for 2023? Uh, so my goals for 2023, let's see. So I definitely want to continue playing more from software games. So uh, playing Dark Souls 2, 3, Bloodborne. I really want to play Bloodborne. I wanted to play during Spooktober, but I was already committed to a couple other games. So I definitely want to jump back into that game at some point next year. I want to play Yakuza. I I did start it up. So I I haven't continued playing RE0 or Inscription. I was getting a little little bored. Those games were really pulling me back in. Even even after owning Ragnarok. I got Ragnarok, but even that game, I, I was like, I'm not really feeling those games. Mm. And uh, just decided to fire up Yakuza. And I was like, okay, okay, it's not bad. So definitely want to play those, uh, those games next year as well. And... Uh, no, just probably similar to your answer, Colin. You know, I want to play more games from my backlog. Uh, try to clean that up a bit. Yep. And to also, you know, if I'm going to buy a game, I definitely want to play within the next day or two. Now, I feel like I, I kind of accomplished that this year. I spent like almost close to $100 uh, this year. Uh, not too bad. That's but like, that's like a game and a half. That's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the games I got were on sale, mm. but like out of the five games I purchased, I did play like four of them. So I, I was pretty true to like you know what what my commitment is for next year: buying games and just playing them, you know, right away. Not just buying it for the the sale of it. Like, hey, this game's discounted. I'm just gonna purchase it now yep. and not play it anytime soon. So I, I definitely want to play games the, the the minute I you know I purchase them. That's a good and call. That's that's about it. Uh, no, nothing other than that. I got nothing else really. Nice. So you're not, you're not going to target a specific like completion percentage or platinum number or anything like that, though. Nothing really. I guess. I guess my last goal would just to play a ton of games. I, I feel like I played a little bit more games this year compared to the the years before. So I, I kind of want to ramp that up next year. I, I definitely want to play some more games. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Eli? What do you got for your gaming goals for 2023? Is a, plat- is a platinum in the in the future? NA. NA. What does that mean? North America. I have, I have no... <laughs> not applicable is what that means. So no, what? I have no goals for 2023 set out for gaming specifically. Okay. All Maybe right. play a little less. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Yep. All right. Very good. Sir. Nothing too exciting. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I will say Daryl made me think the um my gaming purchases this year have been the exact opposite, but for a different reason. 
where I buy the game and don't play it. And it's not on sale because I'm supporting God of War, uh-huh. supporting Metal Hellsinger, and then just not playing them. Yeah. Well. I'm getting there. You got to get after that, bro. Yeah. I mean, those two games in particular are like you games that you talked about for a long time. You know? Yeah, I bought, I bought Elden Ring. So I did end up, I did end up getting, I think I spoiled, like I got a email from my brother for like my gift. Yes. Of the, yes. Of the, the added amount to the game price. So I did get a $60 gift card and I bought Ragnarok that night. I just haven't had time to play it since. Oh, damn, dude. It's a sad day. You didn't pull a knots and take three days off work? Nope. <laughs> or three days off for my son. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what's interesting, though? Like, I was thinking about this the other day where JB talked a lot about how he played games a lot and then his kids got to a certain age that he just, like, didn't have time. And mm-hmm. he just didn't do it. And then it was, like, ten years later, he came back to games, like, even more hardcore, you know? And I wonder yeah. if it's just something about, like, being a parent when you have kids that age. It's just, it's tough. I will say this, this is getting weird. Like, when they're first born, it's kind of like, I had, I had a lot of time. Because that's oh, yeah. when God of War yeah. got me. Because, like, they just poop and sleep all day. Yeah. And um, now that he's, like, when he turned seven, it kind of, like, uh, struck a nerve whereas like oh, that's, a lot, that's a lot closer to 10 than six was yeah like, exactly yeah it feels like it feels like he's 10 now you know like it's i don't know it was kind of yeah he's but, almo- he's almost a preteen. i mean not almost but you know he's yeah, on his way yeah. to a preteen. that's what it fucking feels like to me man yeah right, right. and it's just uh yeah and I, I i'm we'll see what the uh the future holds for me but his my schedule is going to be changing probably wildly for a little while, his mom's moving like an hour and a half away. Yeah. So uh, things are changing right now for me. Things are in flux. And we'll we'll see how it how it all plays out. Things are in flux, you know? Flux, yes. The only constant is change. Flux? Think about that. I've been fluxing all week, dude. I've been, you've been <laughs> fluxing? Me to, I want to change my Rocket League name to the Sweaty Sweat. <laughs> This they call the uh, sweat and copper soldering. Got to oh. put flux on the pipe. It's a thing. Okay. Okay. Pipes on the sweaty sweat. I thought it'd be funny. Okay. I like it. I For like all it, you man. pipe fitters out there. All you pipe fitters. My gaming joke. <laughs> For all you laying pipe out there. Hell yeah. Sweaty sweat. Hell yeah! All right, well, well, good, ma'am. I wish you, I wish you the best always. Hopefully, hopefully, it works out in whatever way you want it to. That's what matters. Um, mm-hmm. let's see, what do we got? I got two different lists here because I've got separate goals for Xbox and PlayStation. Okay, but to to sort of generally sum it up, I really want to hit up my backlog more. I I'm really gonna try to, and I think I've done better this year than last year and last year was better than the year before basically when covid hit and like i was just buying hella games in 2020 and 2021 and i was buying them on sale and i wasn't playing them and my backlog ballooned it wasn't really that big before i mean if you consider games that i'd played but not platinum sure but if you consider games that i'd played that i just didn't really want to go back to it wasn't really that big you know and so that's what she said so, you know, I, I want to get back to cleaning up a few games and also playing some stuff in my backlog. 
from PlayStation. That's number one. And I think in terms of games I purchase next year, there's really only two games I've got my eye on super hardcore. That is Resident Evil 4 Remake and Silent Hill 2 Remake. Silent Hill 2 Remake, I've never played any Silent Hill game before, so it's basically brand new to me. So you can scratch the remake name from it. Doesn't make any difference to me. Silent Hill 2. And then, yeah, RE4. So I think those are the games I'm going to purchase like day one. Now, let's do Xbox first because that's kind of interesting. With with Series S and Game Pass, I have been really enjoying my time with Halo. And I still am kind of initially thinking that what I want to do is use the Series S to catch up on the two franchises that I really loved on Xbox that I had to leave behind when I came to PlayStation. So November this month, I'm continuing to play Halo Master Chief Collection and clean up random achievements in there for par time, par score, and legendary. So today I just did two more levels in Halo 3 ODST on legendary, slowly working through that. You know, so I'm going to just continue to do that. In December, I want to do Halo Infinite. I've already started it, but I want to just beat the campaign. I'm not trying to do anything massively crazy. I'm playing it on on Heroic. I'm going to go for most of the miscellaneous trophies if I can. I'm not going to go way out of my way to do them. And uh, just beat the story because I'm really curious about it. So I'm going to do that. January is for Gears 4, just the campaign. uh, February is for Gears 5, just the campaign. March is probably when I'm guessing Redfall will be out, which is the people who, um, why can I, Arcane, sorry, who did Deathloop and Dishonored. They had that vampire like co-op game that's coming out. It's going to come to Game Pass day one. Figure I might check that out. April, I want to do Lego the Skywalker Saga because that came with my console. I actually own that game. Technically, the other's Halo games I don't own. It's just through Game Pass. So I want to check that out. And then in May and June, I wanted to do Dead Space 2 and Silent Hill Downpour. Those are both retro games that are like 10 bucks each on the Xbox store. And just figure, why not? I never completed Dead Space 2. I only ever played the first one and started the second one. And Silent Hill, I've never played any of those games. So Downpour is the one that's on there. Just figure, uh, why not? So that's kind of Xbox in there. Also, of course, would be Star Starfield. If it comes out, I'm going to play Starfield. Um, I just don't know when that's coming. So that's kind of the plan for Xbox side. And then PlayStation, all the games I'm listing here are, I'm going to try to platinum. I'm not going to guarantee for a couple of them, but basically here it is. So November this month, I'm finishing God of War Ragnarok, getting that platinum. I would also like to earn the platinum in Modern Warfare 2. I only need three or four more trophies in that. So pretty close. December, I want to finish my grind in Arcade Geddon. I've been slowly working through that still. I'm at a pretty good percentage on most things. So I want to finish that. I want to start Star Ocean, the Divine Force, which I bought last month and haven't started yet. January, I'm going to finish Star Ocean. So I'm giving myself overlap in two months there to do it. And then I'm going to clean up Temple of Osiris, uh, Laura Croft. And February, I'm going to do Last of Us Part 1. And I'm going to clean up Laura Croft Go, a very easy puzzle game I've started a while back and never finished. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know why I never finished that. But Last of Us Part 1, you're like, what? He has that game? I don't have it yet. But for Christmas this year, I asked for two things, uh, two games. Instead of gift cards, I figured I always buy games on sale with gift cards that I don't end up playing. So I'm just going to ask for physical games, and it's going to pressure me to play them, right? And that is Last of Us Part 1 and Horizon Forbidden West. Two big PS5 exclusives, or two PS5 games, Horizon's cross-gen, from this year that I have not played. So 
Yeah, February's Last of Us Part 1 and Lara Croft Go seems pretty reasonable. March, I'm giving myself the whole month to do Horizon Forbidden West. That game be long. Uh, April, I'm going to do Ghost Runner. And I'm going to start RE4 Remake because it comes out March 23rd. So, yeah, it comes out later in the month. So, anywho. Or, sorry, April 23rd. Uh, May, I'm going to do the rest of RE4 Remake and then start Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Talk about games I've bought and never touched. I bought the trilogy of the remastered Grand Theft Auto games. Haven't played any of them. So I want to do San Andreas. June, I'm going to finish San Andreas and then start Mass Effect 2. July, finish Mass Effect 2. Lego Jurassic Park. August, Shadow of the Colossus, which is a cleanup game. September, Resident Evil Revelations 2, a cleanup game. October, The Evil Within 2, a cleanup game. November, I'm betting on Silent Hill 2 Remake being out about that time. And then in December, cap the year off by finishing the Mass Effect trilogy with Mass Effect 3. So that is my plan for right now. It will inevitably change many times. <laughs> I was say, all right, boys, let's get the polls going in the Discord. Yeah. What month are we getting to? <laughs> I think I am confident up through January. And that's, I was gonna say, that's December, about it. January. Yeah, I think I mean, I, I'm pretty confident in Ragnarok, Modern Warfare 2, Arcade Geddon, and Star Ocean. Beyond that, I don't know. But all those yeah, games are already parts. installed on my console. So, <laughs> so I'm ready to go. Um, so yeah, thank you, JB, for the question. Let me know what your goals are. I think one other thing I would say is I would like to hit 100 Platinums next year. I am at 80? 79? Let me double, let me double check. I'm a true gamer. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm at 79. I'm at 79. So yeah, I'm going to try to get yeah. to 80. That'd be cool. I don't actually know if that list adds up to get me to 80, but either way, or sorry, 200, yeah. but that's the goal. I've been far surpassed, huh? Yeah, but I don't... Dig is up. I, I also should say one thing I've talked about in the past too, throughout all of this, my multiplayer game, because none of those games I listed are multiplayer. My multiplayer game is going to be Elder Scrolls Online. Talked about it for months now. PS4 version, Elder Scrolls Online, starting in January. Let's go. Okay. Um, that's it. <laughs> Let's get into our trophy list reviews, guys, for episode 72 here. Thank you, JB, again for your question. Uh, start us off, Daryl. What do you got for us? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, I'll be reviewing the much anticipated and long-awaited sequel to God of War 2018, God of War Ragnarok. Woo! So the the game is reviewing really well. It's getting a lot of good scores from pretty much every gaming news outlet out there. And I think, Colin, you would agree it's well-deserving of the reviews it's getting and the scores as well. That's fucking amazing, dude. I don't know why you guys haven't started yet. I can't believe it. Just 20 minutes. <laughs> Fucking just put, uh, turn it off for uh, 20 minutes. You know, I tell you, I did 20 minutes, dude. Well, Go. that's what I'm scared about. I was like, I was gonna, I had like 20 minutes, and I was like, uh, I don't want to get like sucked into something like the beginning cutscene that's 10 minutes, and then you know, mm-hmm. I want a good chunk to start it, you know? Yep, I do know. I do know. I'm, I'm, I'm just fucking with you, but you're gonna look, I mean, eventually when you get time for it, it's gonna, it's gonna hit different, dude. Speaking yeah. of getting started in this. Are we making sure this is extremely spoiler-free here? Correct. D-Riz? Like, hidden trophies are hidden? Uh, that, that is something I was going to mention. So, you know, we'll get to that part. Okay, okay. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of the same way, Colin. Like, I'm going on my trip, and I, I, and I really wanted to play Ragnarok. I just felt like, even though I, I might put 20 minutes in, and then once I leave, it's probably going to be, like, the only thing I'm thinking about. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It'll be waiting for me when I get home. I, yeah, I mean, I, I asked for a day off work months ago because I wanted that day to just sink in with it, you know? So, mm-hmm. I, I get you. I get you. You got you to gotta have a good chunk to be able to sit down with it. Yep. Uh, so we'll kind of just go over the basics. So developed by Santa Monica Studio, published by Sony Interactive Interactive Entertainment. <laughs> game is currently out there uh, worldwide on both PS4 for $60 and on PS5 for $70. And trophy distribution. So it's got one platinum, four golds, 15 silvers, and 16 bronzes. Mm-hmm. For a total of 36 trophies. Nice. nice balance there with the silvers and bronzes. I like it. I like the just low overall trophy count, too. It's not bloated, yeah. you know? Uh, PSN profiles at the time of recording was a uh, percentage complete or percentage uh, platinum completionists. It was at 9.44%. And then on PS native, it was at 1.4%. Is it 9.4% already? That's incredible, dude. Oh my god! Well, I think yesterday when I when I checked, it was actually at five five percent. It jumped up four oh percent like god. a couple hours before I, we started recording. Bro, these people really got no lives. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, dude! Like ten percent. Hasn't of it people... been over a week? Yeah, a week. It's been a week <laughs> to platinum the game. You'll get into it. You'll get into it. It's a, It's not short. It's not a short game. Like forty hours, right, for the plot. Mm. Yeah, right. So you worked a full-time job on that game. <laughs> so um, switching over to Power Picks. So estimated trophy dif- difficulty is a 4 out of 10. And approximate amount of time to Platinum depends on you. Ooh. So depending on the, the level of difficulty you choose, the hours vary. So if you just pick story difficulty, 40 to 50 hours... Balance difficulty 50 to 60 hours. And if you choose no mercy difficulty, you're looking at 60 to 70 plus hours. And no mercy, I'm assuming, is give me God of War this time around. Correct. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. I am playing on balance. And I should note that Knotts, who we shouted out at the beginning of the show, said he played on balance. And it only took him 43 hours. So. Got it. Who's a legend? Yeah, speedrunner. <laughs> so uh, let's just get into the list already. So I'll kind of just start from the top of the list and just work my way down. Well, what's going on, everybody? Quick interjection from me, your boy CK Present, Colin Colhoven here. Thanks for listening to the episode so far. It really means a lot to us. I did want to come in and quickly say that the next little bit of discussion we're going to have is around the God of War Ragnarok trophy list. It does go. From right now, from when you're hearing this, to 1.35.26. 1 hour, 35 minutes, and 26 seconds in. Actually, add in whatever this is. So let's call it 1.36 to be safe. So if you want to avoid any spoilers, skip to 1 hour and 36 minutes. Okay, back to the show. And I'll also compare Ragnarok's list with God of War 2018's list because there's a lot of similarities with the trophies. There's some 
some some of the trophies appear on Ragnarok's list from the previous list. Uh, and some are kind of the same, but structured differently this time around. So, All right. I do really got to ask, have you spoiler filtered this? Well, I have not added spoilers to the trophies, to some of them. Because on my PSN profiles, I uh, disabled like what's, uh, you know, what's hidden. You see you have the hidden trophies hidden? Because I don't want to know. I have them hidden. <laughs> so we had to I do mean, it. it. Colin. I act, my mouse is dead, so I can't really flip to the God of War Ragnarok. Your mouse is dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're in trouble, you a, brother. You got a dead you're, mouse on your um, <laughs> You do have you do have some hidden trophies in your description for specific bosses that are story bosses. So, but some of them, in particular, the ones in the early game are at like ninety eight percent on the app. So. All it's right, hidden, here's the deal. but it's like it's the first five minutes of the game. You know, like it's not like it's really. Here's yeah. the deal. I'm going to the bathroom. Okay. 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 You get yourself. You come back in five minutes. Okay. 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 <laughs> it's okay. He's not gonna play Ragnarok for five years. Yeah, we're okay. all right. We're fine. We're fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so uh, I guess we'll just talk about the platinum. Okay. So, uh, Ragnarok's pr- Platinum is called the Bear and the Wolf, and it's similar to 2018's Platinum, or that was called Father and Son. So, mm. little similarities in the naming convention. I do like the, the Bear and the Wolf, because I, I think the animals embodied the characters Kratos and the Traders very well. You know, the, 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 the old bear, as you might hear some people call that out. Mm. You know, I think it fits Kratos very well. And Atreus, you know, was just a young cub back in 2018. Now he's he's almost a he's almost a man, hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. he's a hungry wolf. You know, he's he's trying to prove himself alongside his father. You know, Kratos got a little taste of that 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 teenage spunk. You know, so I'm pretty sure he has his hands full with you know 2022 Atreus. Oh my <laughs> gosh! In, in that rebellious teenager. Uh, no situation. So there, there's. Ah, God, <laughs> why can't either of you just fucking play? There's, there's. Yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to it two weeks. I'll be playing it. Don't worry. Yeah, you'll be. I'll be able to talk to you about it in January. <laughs> That's like all right, cool. All you right. could talk to Eli about it in five years from now. That's true. That's uh, true. So, so uh, <laughs> next trophy: the florist. Uh, collect one flower from each of the nine realms. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing special about that one. I'm not really excited about collecting flowers, but what I am excited about is. The nine realms. So, just reading that description alone, it, it tells me that it sounds like I'm going to be visiting the nine realms, and that was kind of the the reason why I want to talk about this trophy is because that was one of the big things I was a little disappointed in 2018 is that there just wasn't a lot you can really explore. There's like maybe four realms you can explore. A couple were just you know. You couldn't go there because the game says, oh, the gods have blocked access to this realm. Yeah. And, you know, you could, I really want to explore more of it. But from just reading this this trophy, uh, collect one flower from each of the nine realms, it sounds like I'm going to be visiting new ones and also 
revisiting old realms like Alfheim and maybe Helheim. Mm. So it'd be cool to to explore these these realms, mm-hmm. and I'm really interested in interested in seeing how much time you actually spend in each of the realms. So hmm. if it's like Muspelheim or Niflheim, where you're just like there just to complete a challenge and then dip out, and I'm like, oh, okay. But if it's like a full story. You know, maybe a couple hours in each of these rounds, that'll be pretty cool. Oh, well. You just play the fucking game. Here, here's, I what I, here's what I'll tell you. I'm 20 hours in, okay? And I have visited five realms. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You haven't visited, uh, visited Musfaheim, have you? I have. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, that's pretty early. But it's in the game. not what you think. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let us continue, continue on. Continue on. So we got, okay, what else we got here? We got the librarian, collect all of the books. So mm-hmm. I think, Colin, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, I think the books are replacing the Jotunar Shrines. Because mm. I don't see any trophy for the Jotunar Shrines, like, in 2018. Yeah, the Jotunar Shrines are, from what I have seen, not collectibles in the game. Um, there the books are new collectibles. They are similar to artifacts in that you just find them around. They they they're just like a glowing item on the ground. They don't look like a an interactive shrine or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. there is something really cool with them that I don't want to spoil, but it's awesome level of detail and Easter eggs with these books. So keep an eye out if you're going for these. Gotcha. I because I was a big fan of the Yonin Shrines. I really enjoy finding those. Were probably like my favorite collectible to get in that game. It it was kind of like a pop up book for me, just opening like those massive panels and seeing like this mural painting and the trace narrating in the background. I really enjoyed that part of the game. Yeah, they were really cool. Um, I so there's some shrines in this, but they don't function in the same way. So gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so we do have a returning trophy. The curator collect all of the artifacts. This is a bronze trophy in Ragnarok, and it also appeared on the 2018 list, but it was a silver. So mm. they, they changed the uh, the trophy value for these trophies. Yeah, that's and go ahead. No, yeah, it's interesting that they changed the value for that. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Before I get too far ahead, I'm I'm bringing it back to the platinum because I forgot to add this to my notes. I just thought of this right now. So the thing I really enjoyed about the platinum is that you can see that there's runes on the the Greek God of War symbol. You can see these runes on it. I I really like the fact that they spell out Ragnarok, which is really cool. It just ties in the whole game into the trophy list. Yeah, that is cool. Nice call out there. If anybody can tell me what the runes mean in 2018's Platinum, hit us up in Discord, because I could not figure it out for the life of me. I was like, what does this mean? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't spell anything. Yeah. That's a good question. Oh, shit. Okay. Hmm. But, you know, food for thought. All yeah. right, here we go. Continuing on. Uh, how? So these next uh, ones, pretty... Pretty easy, nothing too difficult. So how it started, equipping enchantment, 
and spit shine upgrade one piece of armor so you are upgrading your armor again just like in the previous game and enchantments are returning so you can modify your equipments for like different stats give you like different boosts in combat stuff like that so they are making a return uh, the next one is the one I'm very curious about, which is Spartan Ways. Remember the Spartan teachings? I'm very curious to find out what that means. So I'm kind of thinking of like different ways that can possibly mean. Like Kratos is teaching Atreus, like maybe some combat skills or, you know, maybe Kratos has a moment where he's like just reminded of his past before he became like a servant of Ares. So mm. I'm, I'm just thinking of stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I like, will tell you, I haven't earned mean? that trophy yet. And it's like the next one that's most common. Like if I'm looking at like, what are the, I do that sometimes when I'm playing games. I'm like, what's the one that is the next most common that I'm going to earn, you know? And it looks like this one is the next one I'm going to get, but I haven't earned it yet. So, uh, okay. I don't know what it yeah, is. The, the trophy list this time around is like all over the place. I feel like it's, it's structured in a way where it feels like you're just going to unlock these trophies in a specific order. But then there's like, different trophies kind of like just mixed in there and it kind of just throws the whole order off yeah it's, it is uh, it's a strange structure for this trophy list uh full belly obtain all of the apples of eduin and horns of blood mead this is also a returning trophy from 2018's list but it's in a different format it's one of those trophies i mentioned earlier so in 2018 now we're still going man we're still going you're hanging i don't think we got to the sport of the spoiler stuff huh yeah you're good <laughs> colin colin's got the working mouth so he, he he knows what's a spoiler and what's not you have got uh maybe you're right about to get to the spoilers <laughs> okay all right <laughs> yeah verb okay <laughs> so in, in 2018 both the apples and the horns upgraded your health and rage respectively and they were both two trophies now in Ragnarok, they're combined this one. So if you if you earn the apples of Eduin and the horns of Bloodmean, they're all towards one trophy now. <clears throat> uh, knock off the rust, purchase a skill. Nothing too mysterious about that one. And I think these are where the spoiler trophies come in because this, these are the spoilers. <clears throat> yes. Okay, that's what I figured. So if so you they... if you are listening to this and you don't want to know the hidden, I mean they're they're just the hidden trophy. Right. And if you're a trophy hunter, you're going to fucking look at them. I know you're going to look at them. <laughs> but if you for some reason care, come back in like five minutes and uh, we'll see you then. OK, go ahead. Yes. Please come back. Yes. Uh, so these next trophies are I'm assuming for a story progression are pretty much like battling like the, the big boss fights in the game. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> I mean, these next three are the ones I kind of want to shout out. So Blood Dead, Battle the God of Thunder. Woohoo! That's a spoiler right there, guys. I mean, if you watch the end credit scene at the end of 2018, it's not really a spoiler, but go ahead. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, this is one of those common trophies that Colin was talking about. So, 96.46% got this trophy. And then there's like a steep drop off once they get to the next boss, which is Backyard Brawl. That's the trophy. Yep. And there you have to battle the mysterious Valkyrie, and only 56.88% have gotten this trophy. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely a, you know, a level of challenge to this boss. And then it, it gets even steeper when they get to the next boss, which is Battle Garn. Yeah. That's 26.96%. So, yeah, that, that's right about where I'm at. No 
apparently the if you look at the percentage the battle the garm battle garm trophy and remember the spartan teachings trophy are like the same percentages so i think they happen around the same time as each other those are the next couple things that i'm supposed to be doing it looks like on the list so okay i'll let you know how it goes um as in terms of your mysterious valkyrie comment it is not the difficulty of the fight it is the time between that fight and god of thunder fight so i was telling jb this but i went a solid i'm 20 hours in right for the first like after like five hours i was at like 10 percent. okay and then at like for like seven hours i didn't earn any trophies like none so there's big stretches of the game where you're not earning trophies like you're just you're going through stuff so that i think that's why there's the drop off Gotcha. Yeah. Just that 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 period in between. Exactly. Yep. Gotcha. And this is one that I'm very interested to hear from you. I don't know if you gotten that far, but the better together trophy. Mm-hmm. So battle Christ and Mist. It doesn't really tell you much, but you can kind of get an idea of what this boss fight might entail because the trophy has a pair of wings in it. Mm-hmm. And in God of War, <laughs> the only things with wings. Odin's Ravens <laughs> and Valkyries. My favorite, dude. <laughs> Which, uh, quick update on the Ravens. I've found 24 of 48 so far. So, coming along. Um, better together, I have not gotten to either. So, I can't speak to it. Can't speak to it. I'm, I'm thinking it's Valkyries. It might it's... be. I'm I'm not looking forward to it <laughs> because like even on normal like some of the boss fights I've died like two or three times. It's nothing like crazy, but like I've definitely it's not like it's a cakewalk on normal, you know. Yeah. It'll be so. interesting cuz you know, we we fought what like nine Valkyries you know in 2018, but they were all individual boss fights. Yeah. So just to go up against two at the same time should should make for a pretty pretty cool foursome you know exactly um, <laughs> uh so i think we are almost out of the woods with the spoiler stuff and then eli can come back on in uh so the next four trophies it looks like it's just stuff to really upgrade like your, your armor and stuff like that so phalanx obtain all shields i'm thinking maybe this has to do with spartan teachings i don't know you know Phalanx, you know, just that that sparring formation, you know, where it all lined up and shields and yeah, you know, this reminded me of three hundred. So I was thinking maybe this is where, you know, that that sparring teaching comes into play. Who knows? We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, collector, obtain all relics and sword hilts. Uh, dragon slayer, craft the dragon scaled armor set. So I think maybe dragons might be coming back in this game. Who knows? I'm back. And how? Hey, what's it's up? Going. We're past the story stuff, so you're good. Right. Fully repair the amulet of Yggdrasil. So I'm not sure what that does. It kind of reminds me of that one, that one fucking what was that? You know that one thing that slows down time. You know in combat. Yes. Yes. I feel like it's something like that, and um. I think that's pretty much it for like the upgrading your armor, like equipment and stuff like that. Uh, this next one, I'm pretty sure it's a hit. I'm not going to read it because I know Eli just got back in here. I don't want him to leave again. Uh, so I will skip that and let it remain hidden. There you go. Um, 
So next ten trophies. These are side quests. Where you going? Much. Much. In order? I am. Okay, because these are all hidden. <laughs> I, I think the next ten are hidden as well. Uh, the only other uh, one I see after those is uh, fully upgrade one armor set. There you go. Ready for commitment. Okay. Fully upgrade so, one armor set. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we're almost there. And I'll so. just I'll just say it seems weird because I can speak to these a little bit. It's not a spoiler, right? the the name The name of the trophy is 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 apt there because you will not be able to do all of them. Okay. What? You will not be able to upgrade all of them fully. Oh. Yeah. You have oh, to you have to make choices in your upgrades. They are limited resources in the uh... game. Um. So, and that's on, that's honestly one of the gripes I have with the game more than, and again, it's not very deep, but you know, there's armor in it again. It's just like 2018. There's armor and equipment. I don't, oh feel, like, God, I, I don't, I don't feel like God of War needs armor and equipment. I don't think it adds anything to the game. I'm not saying you need to get, I like the skill trees. I don't like the equipment, but that's, that's one of the minor gripes that I have with it. It's not bad. It just doesn't need it. It's extra. It's clutter. Who cares? Right. Okay. That's it for me. <laughs> yeah. So just a couple of trophies I, I think are like related to the side quests. So uh, Pure of Heart, Return to Stags of the Four Seasons. Don't really know what that means, but I do like the, the, the play on words, you know, the Pure of Heart. Mm. I like that part. Mm hmm. Huh. I'm rhyming there. There you I go. Like that you, you are. And I also think <laughs> about Game of Thrones where the Baratheons were a stag with a heart, with a flaming heart as their crest. Oh, Stannis, bro. Stannis the man is. Stannis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Trials by Fire. Complete the Trials of Muspelheim. So looks like we are going back to Muspelheim to complete more challenges. And that's pretty much it. So the next four... I kind of call them the big bag goldies. Yeah, we, you don't want to read those, all... though. Or you don't want to read uh, your bottom three. The ready for commitment one is, is good. The fully upgrade the armor set. That is true. But. So. <laughs> yeah. You're that big of a spoiler? I'm really curious about them because I really don't know what they are. And... I've seen those are three endings. They are not. Okay. Yeah. I mean. They you're... do get lower and lower as the. <laughs> Yeah, there so one of them's 24, one of them's the other two are like 11%. So So one of them is a major boss. They're all bosses, right? One of them is All right, dude. You know, they're all bosses. That's it. I'm out. I'm out again, dude. That's it. You're done. Going <laughs> <laughs> where you One of them's like another queen situation going on probably I mean, I don't uh, answer that. I don't know. I, I haven't even gotten to this point. <laughs> I have no, I have no idea. I'm way. I'm only at twenty four percent on the list, so I'm really. I mean, you do know if you can read the trophy and it says kill the queen again. Oh, it's not that. <laughs> you know, like, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not that. Don't worry. It's you have more that. of an idea than I do. Let's yeah. Put it that way. They're, they're basically the, these three trophies are names, things that happen, things that you fight. You're going to have no context on what they mean. I don't even know what they mean. I don't even know what they look like or what they are. Uh, it's just a name to you. But Exactly. But yes, they are names. They are a name. <laughs> it's, you know. They're names I can't even pronounce. So. <laughs> I, dude, some of the language stuff in the game is, is funny. 
it's like what like so you'll see something spelled out and you're like that's how they pronounce that like because so a character will say it and you're like that's not what i would have guessed it. it's pronounced like crazy yeah. yeah those are the last four golds in the tr- in the trophy list they're all um saved at the end at the bottom of the list and it it Pretty much, I mean, we already knew this. It was already announced that this would be the end of the Norse saga, and and the trophies at the end definitely give me that. Um, it definitely confirms that, you know, just from reading the end. The the question is, what difficulty do you both think you would play on when when you eventually play the game? Normal. Easy, bro. That's what Story. I'm doing. Normal. Yeah. What this fucking guy? Wolfenstein Two guys playing on easy. <laughs> What the what? fuck? Do I, do I have to play everything on board? <laughs> no, but yeah, but normal. <laughs> At least normal. What are you not normal? Bro, I'm, over no here, I'm over here. I'm over here playing fucking Halo on Legendary. Although there are achievements for that, so that there's w- no trophies for it. That's gonna stop you from having a a balanced experience. You'd rather have an experience already... my six year old could have. Yeah, it's not a cakewalk on balance either. Like I've died. Spoiler alert, I've died. <laughs> so, uh, maybe I'll play easy then. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> uh, I've already I don't like dying. This. I've already explained this. The last time I played on the hardest difficulty on God of War 2018, I, I did not remember the story at all. And that was kind of like the, the disappointing fact. It's like I, I couldn't recall anything from the story. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, just to play this game on story, I, I really want to experience it and be able to recall things from the game yeah man. you know when people are talking about it say oh yeah you remember that that part in the game i was like dude i i won't be able to say oh yeah i do and i'll say you know what i i was playing on no mercy and i really don't remember i don't really remember that story i just remember getting my shit kicked in 10 times by that boss (laughs) yeah it's like exactly can you change it on the fly yes okay Oh, really? I'm, I'm going to start balanced. Yeah, I would also recommend that you play it on performance mode because it's still at 1440p upscaled to four, you know, and it's like it it looks amazing. You want the frames? So 120. Yeah, you can set to yeah, VR, yeah. 120. Yeah, you can set it to where it syncs. But if your TV supports it, it'll do variable refresh rate, all that shit. It check it out. It looks incredible. I switched it to 4K for a little bit just to kind of like or to uh, sorry, uh, graphics mode, not performance mode, just to like look. And honestly, I didn't really think it was that big of an upgrade. I didn't really think yeah, it was that worth it. So frames, frames win games, dude. Come on. Yeah, and, and like so, Demon Souls is fourteen forty p, right? The Demon Souls remake, I'm like that's beautiful. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. How could it be? It's PS five uh, didn't even support fourteen forty p. Yeah. Demon Souls, fourteen forty p. On PS5. Might have been 4K. Demon Souls Remaster runs at 1440p. The PlayStation didn't even support 1440p. It's that was my scale, whole big gripe for like a fucking two years, it dude. It scales up to 1440p to 4K. But it runs at 1440p. But nobody can see it in 1440p. Well, I that's guess, even, I guess that's now That's even they more can, of a right? heartbreaker. So they had games running in 1440p, but you couldn't actually play a game in 1440p. That's pretty fucking Oh, slick, so you Sony. just have to have the TV to support SD. Oh, okay. Whoa, that's weird. What? No, I was just reading your like description of the yeah. So, 
if your TV is native 4K, 4K, which means it has 3840 by 2160 physical pixels, it means if it runs at 1440 on the screen, it will digitally downscale the image. That always looks worse than native. So, okay. What? Interesting. It's just kind of agree. The this thing is agreeing with what you're saying, where it basically like you couldn't see it even though it ran at it. Yeah. Yeah, it would do whatever they're. I only had mine doesn't go to 4K. It only does 1440p. So I had 1080p because I didn't have 4K. Oh, I see. Okay. But you couldn't play anything in 1440p. Interesting. Yeah. That makes me even more pissed off now that I know that the games were running in 1440p. Yeah. That's wild. Interesting, dude. Huh. But either way, check out the uh, performance mode. It's uh, it's it's pretty great. So. Well, yeah. Uh. What do you think about the list overall, Daryl? Uh, spoilers aside, do you think it looks pretty good? I'm I'm pretty happy with the list. I think w- I'm not gonna beat a dead horse. There's no difficulty related trophy. Are you surprised? No. Um, it's a Sony game. So, other than that, I think the list is pretty good. I think it looks. I think it's pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, it, it does seem like a pretty straightforward list. Uh, it seems easy. I do like the fact that it's um, there's no difficulty trophy, so that's a good thing. <clears throat> um, but yeah, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy about the trophy. It, it follows the same, pretty much like the the same trophy outline as the previous games. Same same style, nothing different there. Yeah, it's nice that there, but, there's no missables in the game. Um, and there's there is uh there's no missables and after the story's completed you can do free roam. So you don't what, need to what, you don't need to worry about anything while you're playing the story. You can just beat it if you want to. What kind of stands out to me on this this trophy list is the amount of boss fights there are. So it seems like there's gonna be some pretty intense and, and crazy fights as the story goes on. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna, I feel like uh, on December third, Eli, our next episode, you're gonna have to step out of the room for like five. I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do because some of the things that are the most amazing about the game are definitely spoilers, and I don't want to ruin that for people. I really don't. And I and I would say like, if you watch a review of the game, it's not spoiling the things, and I'm really happy about that. Like the footage they chose in the IGN review, for example, shows you like a fifth of the combat like not even close to everything that's going on and you like are looking at that review like man they're spoiling so much it's like no they're not they're not even getting close um so i think they did a wonderful job in like trying to keep things hidden which is really cool so well i will add to that so i did watch a video where this norse expert was reviewing ragnarok and just kind of looking at it and see how faithful it is to <laughs> to norse mythology and the first thing they show was a fucking spoiler. It mm. pissed me off. Oh no! Really? Yeah. Really, my guy. Oh, sorry I mean, about that. You and are gonna want to think about that before you watch like a lore video. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> no, well, feels I'll like say, a little bit like Operator Error, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's still frustrating. Naive. I'll give you it's frustrating, you know. Yeah. Like I, I was really hoping it was like something like. At the very beginning, maybe they're talking about weapons or something, or or gods. But yeah, they, they talked about Atreus, dude, and uh, and they they just show something that he does, and I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's a spoiler because 
you know, now, now we're seeing Atreus kind of. Oh my goodness, Atreus does something. Yeah, he does stuff, Spoiler. bro. Atreus Spoiler. does stuff. Can't even play it. Unplayable, dude. Yeah, it's un- unplayable, bro. You don't even know what he does. Well, he <laughs> does stuff. That's the problem. He does stuff. He does stuff in stuff in the game. In 2018, he did stuff, bro. He shot arrows. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know if he's still doing stuff though. Now I know. Now I can't play it, dude. Mm, mm. This guy. Just wait till five <laughs> You'll forget about it. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Well, thank you, Daryl. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, that percentage is gonna just continue to creep up and up and up and up. Uh, I would estimate that the platinum for this thing is going to settle somewhere in the low 40%. Really, really high. Uh, because basically all you have to do is just do everything. Which of that? All you have to do is do everything. You just have to do yeah. all the side quests have, and beat the game. And you're going to get You don't have to do everything twice. That's you do not. The, you do yeah. not. Yeah. Until they add a DLC with uh, New Game Plus and add one bronze trophy. So yeah. it's going to be good. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's a fantastic game. I really am excited for you guys to play it. You're going to really love it, I think. So, uh, all right, Daryl, uh, Eli, what do you have? <laughs> Daryl's fine. Oh Eli, what do you got for Gungrave Gore, my friend? Uh, yeah, I've got Gungrave Gore. Woo, baby. Uh, so, what if you that? haven't heard, I think I mentioned it in the last episode. I'm not sure. But it is a uh, stylish, stylish third-person action shooter in which you take on the role of Grave, a gunslinging... A gunslinger of resurrection and badass anti-hero of your dreams, mowing down tons of enemies in a glory in a gory ballet of bullets. Taking cover and retreating is no option for Grave. He only goes full steam ahead, uh, preferably right through his enemies and hopefully the trophies. Holy holy smoly, uh, dude! You write that up, yeah, bro? Absolutely not. I saw oh that. man, I, I, was like, I that's put really the last good. little little tidbit and hopefully trophies in there. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I like that. No, but that's where the the gunslinger of resurrection is where the G O R E comes from. Oh, okay. Gunslinger that's clever. Of resurrection. That's yeah. clever. And the gun grave are like separate words. Grave is the actual character's name. Huh. Um so yeah, they have this they have this uh classified as a shooter simulator, which I don't know. I have no <laughs> whoa, idea what the whoa. fuck it's simulating. <laughs> it's simulating shooting, I'll, bro. <laughs> uh, strategy, which I don't know what the fuck kind of strategies in this game. And adventure. Hold, for, hold forward, dude. The, uh, <laughs> that's, the, that's the yeah. strategy, bro. You gotta hold forward. The, the themes are action, fantasy, science fiction, and horror. Which I can kind of agree with. Okay. But the, uh, the, the strategy and simulator, dude... The the game is basically hold right trigger. It's like super arcadey. And uh it's a little bit disappointing. This is not gonna be a game of the year contender. Uh by no means. Uh that's what I'm kinda because I thought it looked sick and there, there there's a lot of possibility with this, but I don't know too much about this developer uh say Iggy Mo or something, Iggy Mob or the publisher Red Entertainment. I don't think they've done much. You have not heard of them before, so they did uh, Dogfighter, World War II, and then the Gungrave VR, Gungrave VR games. Hmm. So not much besides this. And the Red Entertainment has only, besides those, it's done some Chinese or Japanese game I can't even read because it's in that language. <laughs> uh, we got Judgment 7 and Our World is Ended. So, like, not very well-known games, not many games, but I always thought this game looked pretty dope. I remember looking when I was, like, collecting games at the Gungrave games. So I was like, that's cool. And then I saw this. And I was like, that's going to be fucking sick. And it turns out it's, like, 
way more Hello. just the, the oh, thing. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was. It was a heavy sigh. Oh no! Sorry, <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" Because <laughs> my... it's not much, I don't think. But it looks like, um, you know, it it comes out uh, November twenty second. So there isn't like a whole ton on this, but the list is out. Okay. Um. So I'm kind of hoping it's not long and doesn't try to overstay its welcome, because uh, it it's really just shooting a bunch of shit mm. and holding the right trigger. And then you have like abilities with your coffin. Which looks like it's almost like Devil May Cry with the motorcycle he pulls out and whips around, you know, like whipping some giant fucking thing around. It's kind of like that, but it's his coffin on his back. Oh, that's, that's cool. Like strapped around him with chains. Uh, so it's like, yeah, it's very badassery, but I don't think there's a whole lot of depth to it. Just mindless arcade shooting, I believe. Which I think there's even like auto aim on, which they've tried to. Ch- I think the the older I should have looked this up. I'm going to look up the Gungrave games because I think they're pretty old. And so now they've like entered into the 21st century. Um, yeah, I've never heard of them. Yeah, Gungrave's so. on PlayStation 2. Huh, okay. So they're, I think that's their last game, dude. And only. But yeah, so the last Gungrave game is pretty fucking old. 2002. Oh, snap. Like. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're trying new things. Pretty simple. You just, you know, you got a special couple special moves with that coffin and you're shooting guns around and just, uh, being a badass. So, uh, as far as the trophy list goes here, we got one plat, one gold, 11 silvers and 36 bronzes. And now, yeah, I think it was like the last episode. I was wondering if, like hiding the hidden trophies was kind of a thing. So I did that for this one. Yep. Um, the one of the hidden ones I have to warn about this. There is uh, the first trophy is called Start Your Journey. I don't know what that means. If that's even just fucking turn on the game, but be warned, they're yeah. trying to hide it from you. If you don't, maybe look this game up before you start it. Uh, yeah, that's a good call. So you can oh, get that like quick tutorial, whatever trophy, like out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah start your journey. So it might even be before the. T- who knows? So you it might is, even yeah. just like yeah, it's press there. start. <laughs> It's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's yeah. And so a lot of these actually aren't spoilers, but they are hidden. So honestly, oh, yeah, I was going to say at the end of the, the God of War one. And if we want to, if you can, you know, in post, put in yes. something about where to skip to. Yes. If you want to skip that. Uh, and I guess you can do the same with this. This really isn't much, though. This isn't a big game of the year contender. Okay. Uh, but yeah, some of these hidden ones are the first ones are uh, getting an art score, which is don't even know what that is. But when I was watching videos on the gameplay, the guy who you know showed like when his like end of the level score came up, he had like five thousand. So you got one for three hundred, five hundred, and a thousand, and oh, his so was five thousand. So I don't think these are that big a deal. You should have got yeah. You'll get like a three stack on that. Yeah. Yeah. And this, the you know, since it is this very easy or uh, arcadey game, that's there's there's more like this with the uh, the beat score, which is um, I believe just hitting enemies. Like it pops up as he was like killing people. This like counter was ticking up, hmm. and the numbers here are a hundred, three hundred, and five hundred. Uh, and it, 
but it looks super easy peasy. Like I said, it kind of like auto aims. You're just holding right trigger, doing your special abilities to like knock people back or do a little added damage to, you know, a shielded enemy or something like that. So I think that's pretty easy peasy. But that's also hidden for some reason. I don't really understand. Uh, and then same with this one is break a thousand objects. It's also hidden. Hmm. Only 50% of people have it, uh, but there's only two players. <laughs> so okay. oh, now it's now it's three. Oh, now it's four. Oh, okay. Okay. shit. So two of four. On. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is that at now? Uh, I still have it hidden. Uh, that's at. Oh, it's at 155 native. But yeah, so don't understand. This one is not hidden. It's 10,000 DNA. Obtaining 10,000 DNA, which is it's your upgrade points in ah, this game. Okay, okay. So you can like update, upgrade some of your skills, and there's some... Oh, no, it's not. That's a little funny. So, <laughs> yeah, you can upgrade like your demolition skills, demolition shots, and like your your skills and stuff, so you need DNA to, to upgrade that stuff. And then there's two there's two sets of like bunches in here with bosses that are uh there's a set of bronzes and a set of silvers and those are all hidden and they're at like uh 0%. So I don't know if these people since the game comes out like it's almost a week. I was looking at this like yesterday. So it's comes out on 22nd next Tuesday. So almost a week. Yeah. Uh nobody has beaten the game. Uh even there's a couple of the bronzes that have percentages, none of the, but also some of the bronze set that have 0%. Looks like some of the silver set has some percentage, but the bottom of the silver set has zeros. So don't know how they're tiered up like that, but there, there is a good amount of them. So. Hmm. But Interesting. Yeah. Let, me, let me count them up. Let me count them up real quick. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine on the bronze tier of boss trophies. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, there's only five in the silver tier. Okay. There's some there. Yeah. So pretty good amount of bosses. So it might be longer. No might you be a boss after every level or something, since it's such like an arcadey thing. But I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Okay. And then these three are not hidden, but there's one for easy, medium, and hard difficulty. Nice. Do not know if they stack. We don't have information on that yet. Hopefully they do. Yeah. There's also... uh, I don't even know if it's spoilers to say. Probably might be, but there's there's two secret character trophies. So Hmm. there's that. And then there's ones for killing 500, 1500... 3,000 and 10,000 enemies. Oh my gosh, 10,000? Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, my you're gosh. just mowing fools down with these guns, dude. Oh um, my gosh. And then there's some more. Uh, and the last little bit is hidden here with the uh, 50 and 100 executions. Which, like, so these these hidden ones aren't really, like, I don't, I don't really get it. I don't know why they won't want you to know that. And I'm pretty sure these executions are, like, a... Like a, a shield recharge uh, mechanic they got going. Okay. Because, uh, you know, there's not a lot of depth to this. So you just kind of do executions to stay alive instead of like hiding or using strategy, which well, I have no idea why they called it a strategy. Maybe that's the strategy is making sure you get executions. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the simulation piece. It, 
Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, and then there's the using his skills. So these are also hidden, but no huge surprise. But 100 burst mode, uh, funeral strike and demolition shot kills. And Storm Barrage. So 100 Spurs Mode, 100 Funeral Strike, 100 Demolition Shot, and 100 uh, Storm Barrage. And then there's 500 ones for Demolition Shot and Storm Barrage in that category. Those two only are the other ones that have uh, an added stage to that. Hmm. And then there's also 1,000 Fury Kills, which I'm not exactly sure what that is. But the uh, the other ones are like your special skills. Um, and, then, and then with this last one, kind of goes into ties together here but the last one the last four trophies are like doing every do everything once like upgrade all grave stats get all of grave skills collect all uh the demolition shots and upgrade everything from the lab of the last four but the yeah because i thought the demolition shot was really like the special skill that you have you know there's a meter that goes up so you can pull off the demolition shots when i was watching videos i didn't hear much about this uh storm barrage and i thought the funeral strike and burst mode were more like your more basic attacks with your um with your coffin yeah like your more normal special skills and demolition shot was like the big one that you had to work up to um but yeah just very simple lists i can't believe the hidden trophies are actually hidden besides the bosses honestly yeah uh it looks pretty simple depending on the time, depending on the difficulty stacks. Um, for sure. Could change that drastically. Yeah, it doesn't seem and how they bad. actually scale that. Like hard could just be ridiculous, you know, where you gotta like execute everything to stay alive. Who knows? Right. It right. doesn't seem like they've done a ton of games. So could be hit or miss. Yeah. And as far as the artwork goes, it's pretty meh. Pretty meh. Uh, it's like this is black and with it's almost like uh screen printed, you know, like you used to make shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, like oh, a stencil yeah, it and you just squeeze the like ink that. through. Yeah, so it looks kind of like that. There's some bloody ones too in there, but mostly just black on white. Few with red highlights. But I thought the platinum was pretty cool. It's just the title of the game, but it's got a lot more color. It's got gold on it. It's all it's all blinged out. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all blinged out. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a good. I mean, it's a very you game as well. You know what I'm saying? No. It gives me you vibes. Gives me. Oh yeah. Gives me you vibes, dude. Like you got like metal as shit. You know. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's cool. I had not heard of this game. So when you uh when you picked it, I was like, oh shoot, I gotta I gotta check some shit out. I haven't watched any videos on it yet, but I was I did have the list open while you were uh were talking about it, of course. So nice. yeah, interesting. Yeah, there was a. There was another one I was thinking about doing, but I ended up choosing. Uh, what was the other one? Memento. There was Die by the Blade I wanted to check out, but I didn't really. Because I knew the uh, Scungrave Gore I was looking at for a while. Yeah. What was the other. Oh, Evil West. Oh, That's yeah. Cool. Evil West. Everybody, everybody's not already been looking at that one. So, yep. yeah, I'd toss a Gungrave Gore out there. Check it out. Looks uh, metal as fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, very good. Um, I'll take us out with our final trophy list review for the episode. Where are we at right now? Two hours and one minute. So right on schedule here. 
I am talking about a game of a generation, okay? A hotly anticipated game. This is a game featuring one of the biggest icons to ever exist in video games. That's right. It's you did so- God of Ragnarok too? It's Sonic Frontiers, baby. <laughs> Holy shit. Let's go. The Sonic Frontiers, it's a new style of game for Sonic. It's open world. It's it, it has been through many back and forth sort of discussions on the internet. Does it look good? Does it look like shit? Are people excited for it? Do they not care? Well, guess what? It's all here now for you to check out and make your own opinion because it is out. This game released the same day as God of War Ragnarok. It's been out about a week and uh, it's got some cool shit going for it. So let's go ahead and get into it. Right now, the, the plot... Go ahead. So Sonic... Sorry, but you were talking about how it's a revolutionary game. Yeah. It seems like Sonic is just... Like he seems immortal, like immortal. Like he's never gonna die. He, I mean, he's like, going. These bro. games just flop and flop and flop. Yeah, but like he's such a popular character. Like my son likes him. Yeah, he's got. But we the don't movies. play. We he's tried got... the game once. Like he saw maybe the movies, but like he's not like a Sonic fanboy. Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. he's just like he's just always gonna be there. You know what I mean? He's just dude. There's just Sonic. There's, you know? there's people that love him, man. I've never played a Sonic game and had a blast. I've only tried a couple yeah. of them at a friend's house, and I was like, I don't know. This doesn't really feel like it's for me. But yeah. here we are. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. I think it's like he's like a cool. Yeah, he looks. Like, he looks cool. Character. It's not like like Mario's pretty lame, dude. Yes, Mario's Mario. Mario games are yeah. super. They back it up with the gameplay. Sonic right. is just like a cool cover. Right, the Son- gameplay sucks. <laughs> yeah, Sonic the characters look awesome, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Though, I mean, yeah. So recently, we've also had uh, Sonic Origins that came out, which was like the collection of some of the older games uh, bundled into one. We had Sonic Colors Ultimate, which was a Wii game originally that got ported over to PS4. We had Sonic Forces come out on PS4. And then before that, we had Sonic Mania, which is the one that when you and I first started getting into trophies, Eli, I think that that was like one they had offered for free on PS Plus. I remember us talking about it during the race at one point. That was Uh, trash. Yeah, but I haven't tried any of those. So what I can say about Sonic Frontiers is that right now, I just updated the numbers again to double check. The platinum on PSM profiles is at 25.28%. So to me, that is a pretty common platinum. Pretty. Mm -hmm. I got 31.25. Oh, you're on the PS4 version probably. Yeah. So PS5 version is at 25.28%. Okay. And the PS4 version is at, yeah, 31 and some change. I couldn't remember the exact. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty okay. uh, pr- pretty interesting um, that it's that high. When I was trying to, it's cool on PSM profiles. You can just like click Sonic on like, and you can see like all of the lists for everything that they have up on PSM profiles for all Sonic games. And this is actually the uh, second most common Sonic game platinum uh, ever. The the other one what? is is Sonic Origins, which is the one I just was talking about, where it's like the collection of the older games, and that one is at a fifty seven percent on PS five and a fifty four percent, or sorry, fifty seven percent on PS four and fifty four percent on PS five. So that one's really really easy and common. This one it seems like one of those games where it's like you don't really have to work too hard for it, but it's not a free free platinum in some sense. So I I like the percentage it's at. But uh, definitely speaks to the trend of the, the trophy list becoming easier for these games. So 
the the distribution is uh, the one platinum, of course, two golds, fifteen silvers, and twenty three bronzes. So not a crazy amount of trophies in the game. I think that distribution is is pretty good. And right now, there are 2,215 game owners for the PS5. And the average completion percentage is uh, 47%. So, yeah, it's coming along. People are playing the game. They're making good progress. And it doesn't seem too bad. So, as far as reviews go, it's at a 72 score on Metacritic for the reviewers. And it's at an 84 user score so most users like it more than the reviewers do i remember that ign gave it a seven and i was like you know not bad because this year especially in the fall i feel like a lot of the bigger games that people were looking forward to didn't actually end up reviewing that well so gotham knights got a five from ign call of duty modern warfare 2 single player got a six from ign and then sonic came out and got a seven and i was like you know what fuck <laughs> I got I can't hate on it, right? Um mm-hmm. yeah, so pretty cool. Um I think the only thing that that people are really sort of complaining about that I that I do want to call out is that the game has a lot of pop in. So because it's open world and because you're moving so fast as Sonic, I think that even on the PS5, the developer didn't optimize the hardware in such a way to where like things are already loaded. It's got to be really hard to do when your character moves that fast and they don't and you can go any direction and stuff, right? But there's a lot of pop in in the game. I don't know if that's something that's going to be patched out, but I do want to call it out because in the reviews that I listened to and read, that was the main thing that was holding it back from being something like an eight or an eight and a half even was that pop in. That's crazy. Yeah. Then just give it an eight. Yeah. It's just popping. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how. Like what? Yeah. Are you supposed to be immersed in role playing a fucking Sonic Hedgehog? You gotta, you, you gotta be, dude. What are you? <laughs> if you were moving that fast, your eyes would. They only, they only can see sixty FPS. That's true. You know, it's like, come on, that's what holds it back. Yeah. I think that's that's the asinine, dude. It is honestly. though, but that is the thing. Yeah, that that was like, like the main just, thing. Well, if we could pick on, if we could just pick something, to, we need something to pick on. Mm-hmm. Let's pick on the popping. Mm-hmm. I know it's something like people bring up, and it is a thing in games. But like, if there's ever right. a game that you're gonna expect it in, it's something like this, though. Honestly. Right. I think it, I think it makes sense. Um, the pop, the pop in. Really. <laughs> so it's also a, a sixty dollar game, uh, but I I would say wait. Uh, as of the time of recording, it's the seventeenth of November. I think tomorrow, Slugger just posted about this in the Discord. The Black Friday sale is going to go live on the PSN, and also Black Friday in general is coming up. So if you want this game, wait like a week from the time you hear this, and you can probably get it for cheaper than sixty dollars. But it is sixty dollars right now. And PowerPix puts it at a 2 out of 10 difficulty on the trophy guide with a 20 to 25 hour time to finish, which is, in my opinion, sounds really nice. Um, doesn't seem like it overstays its welcome. And I don't know if I, if Sonic's gameplay loop can really sustain more than like 20 to 25 hours anyway. So, you know, uh, I think when I read that, I was like, OK, that's that sounds pretty cool. I didn't end up getting the game. I don't think I'm going to play the game, but I know for people who like Sonic, you know, like Maximum Carnage, for example, he was like, oh, 7 out of 10, that's really good for a Sonic game, as far as reviews go, so I think he was was going to be picking it up, and uh, yeah, let's get into some of the more specific trophies here, so right off the bat, the, the platinum name, hilarious, <laughs> it, it is Trophies Completed, and uh, the picture is is an interesting, like, platinum, bluish metal looking 
uh, sigil, and it's got Sonic's like head outlined on it. I do think it looks kind of cool. I just think the name is ridiculous. Trophies completed. It's like not even like what? Uh, yeah. So I think that's goofy as hell. Other than that, the uh, the list follow follows a really similar sort of style to many other games these days, which is that the bronze trophies have bronze colored trophy artwork. The silver trophies have silver colored trophy artwork and the gold trophies have gold colored trophy artwork. What a surprise. Now um, there is also, I believe a tutorial trophy in this game. I want to call that out too. I I'm not entirely sure how quickly it pops because it says completed the Kronos Island tutorials, plural. So you might be able to, you know, play like one or two of like the opening kind of tutorial sections without triggering something. But pretty early on, you're going to trigger that trophy, which is the tutorial trophy. And luckily, in some ways, it is a silver, I guess. So you're not going to be sitting at like 1% when you get it. But hey, you are going to trigger something pretty quickly. And uh, just to go down the list, um, no spoilers in here, which is great. Um, The only thing is there's some names of islands, which I don't fucking arbitrary uh so anywho um go ahead there's no hidden trophies okay i thought so i literally i did try to look when you and like when daryl and you were going so i was like i don't think any of these are hidden so i'm Mm. just i'm just gonna read them um so basically (laughs) yeah yes get spoiled by the island names because they didn't hide them yeah here you here you go (laughs) so um the beginning so going down it looks like we have four different islands to play through and complete on the islands, it appears that you will have a variety of activities. You will have side stories to complete. You will have a final boss to complete on each of the levels. You will also have to uh, gather certain... They're called Cocos, K-O-C-O. They look to be little kind of uh, cute little animals. They remind me a lot of like the Breath of the Wild seeds that you collected during that game. Like the I can't remember what the Korok seeds or something like that. It's, it really reminds me of that, especially because there's uh, 200 of them for the bronze trophy, gathered 200 cocoa. So I think these are like little collectibles that you will find as you are progressing through these areas. You'll also need to destroy breakable objects on the islands. And one thing that did sound really cool was uh, these thing, this event called Starfall. So there's a, a bronze trophy called Encountered Star- a Starfall for the first time. It, it seems to be a sort of world event uh sorry the trophy is called celestial rain which i think is really pretty sounding um but it seems to be some sort of like purple world event rain. what's up what's that some purple rain chocolate rain Cho- oh uh, rain. uh chocolate rain i think it's chocolate rain. i think it is yeah <laughs> in south park i think it's chocolate rain i don't know that guy who went blew up on youtube yeah yeah it's a really deep voice yeah oh yes <laughs> mm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I th- and I think what happens in it is it's a world event and you can only get certain resources and collectibles during that event. And from reading power picks guide, whenever you see this occur, the celestial rain, you're going to want to go and take a look at it. So as you're exploring the islands, just make sure that if you see this happening, you go over and, uh, deal with whatever comes with it. Cause I don't actually know exactly what it is. Um, you're also going to have to, on all of these islands, repair portals. So portals are going to exist that will take you to cyberspace areas where you're going to complete basically little mini missions in Sonic. And these are more traditional Sonic levels where there is, you know, maybe it's uh, 2D left to right side scrolling, sometimes maybe not. But you will be given a grade based on how quickly you get through that area. And 
there is a trophy achieved S rank or rank S time for the first time in the cyberspace area. I don't see a trophy to complete all of them with an S rank. I think you just have to do it with one, which is really pretty forgiving and not too bad. But just keep an eye out for those. Were you going to say something, Eli? I'm sorry. I said, yeah, that's pretty nice. It is, yeah. Um, and then the other thing is there's a trophy called Easy Prey, which is a bronze to defeat all enemy types. So as you <coughs> explore these islands, just make sure to actually kill all the enemies that you encounter. And last but not least, there is fishing in this game. And from what I've read in the guide, the fishing is actually pretty important. You're going to need to catch quite a bit of different uh, fish, and you're going to need those fish to trade them for coins and for unique items. So you will be having to complete all the fishing spots that you find in the game. And I have a vague memory of playing a Sonic game, like back on the Sega Genesis that had fishing. So maybe this is something that has been in the series for longer than I'm aware of, but I just thought it was interesting. I, I like fishing minigames in uh, in games. And Rune King this year, earlier this year, uh, I really liked that. I found it very relaxing and tranquil to take breaks from the combat and just, you know, sit there and do that. So the uh, the bronze trophy is complete the fishing tutorial. It's called Big Encounter. And then there is a silver trophy which says landed all catches at one fishing spot. I'm not sure if that means catch all the fish that are spawned at that time, or if that means catch every possible spawn. Maybe there's some that are rare catches, ultra rare catches. Don't know. But you will be doing a, a decent amount of fishing. Um, outside of that, you are going to... There's some light RPG mechanics in this game. There is a bronze trophy called Raised Power Level to Max. Another bronze for... Or it's called Herculean Hedgehog, which is a great name. Um, there's another bronze called Hardened Hedgehog to raise your defense level to the max. Another bronze called Hardy Hedgehog to raise your ring level to the max. I would assume that has to do with how, like the, like how far away you have to be from rings to collect them or something like that. And then Hypersonic Hedgehog is, uh, raising your speed level to the max. So all of these things you're going to have to level up either with things that you gather through fishing, through the Celestial Rain Starfalls, or through the co the Cocos, the, the 200 that you have to collect. So, yeah, you'll be having to do that. You'll also have to upgrade all your skills. So there's some light RPG stuff. And like I said, you're just going to be going through these islands. Your rule of thumb is going to be clear the island 100%, move on to the next one. Very complicated, I know. And... uh four islands to go through and you should be on the other side of that with the platinum and yeah all of the all the islands do have side stories there is a silver trophy called expert historian for viewing all of the side stories it's kind of funny it doesn't tell you to complete them you just have to view them so i don't know maybe you don't actually have to do that <laughs> maybe you just have to see them um but either way, I think that this list is actually really good um of course it doesn't look difficult but i think for a sonic game for 20, 25 hours, it sounds fun. The list seems straightforward. It is a game that what I like about it when I look at it is that I probably wouldn't have my phone open at all when I'm playing this. I, I think you could just play it and not even need to reference a guide, really, which is, which is really refreshing, and I really appreciate when games let me do that. And uh, yeah, I, I would recommend it if you're a Sonic fan. I think that this is probably something that you would enjoy trophy hunting in and enjoy getting the Platinum for. But just bear in mind, like we said, when we compare it to the rest of the Sonic series, you know, most of the games are pretty rare until you get to the last three releases where they become more common. Actually, 
exponentially so. So like Sonic Colors Ultimate was a uh, 18%. And then Sonic Origins, I told you, was like 54, 57. This one is at 31, but it'll keep going up. But before those, like Sonic Forces was 3.2%. Sonic Mania was 1.6%, right? Like a lot of these are, are much more difficult. Um, so yeah. They're shittier games. It's possible that they're shittier games. I think they were harder. Yeah, I remember that one being pretty hard. Because oh, I, I don't do Sonic games, I think though. But, you know. Yeah, I, I'm not good at Sonic either. That's the other thing. Um, yeah, I don't understand how to be good at it. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't really get it. I'm like, this doesn't feel like it controls very what? well. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's like, oh, I missed a coin. I gotta go back. Yeah. But then you lose all your all your momentum. It's like, okay, well now I'm now I'm basically stuck. So yeah, it's I don't know. Um. One thing I, one last thing I wanted to call out just for perspective in terms of sales and stuff like that, right? We talked about recent players for God of War Ragnarok. So on the PS5 version on PSN profiles, it has 28,474 game owners with 24,886 recent players. And the game is going to sell millions of copies. So it's only a fraction of people that even get on PSN profiles. That's important to, to point out. But um, Sonic Frontiers has 2,215 game owners with 1,598 recent players. So they both came out the same day. Uh, pretty clear to see which one more PlayStation 5 owners are playing and going for. So, yeah. Uh, either way, though, Sonic uh, Frontiers. Check it out. If you're interested, I would wait for a sale. I think it's going to be on a sale pretty soon. So Yeah, I was going to get it. It's, uh, maybe for my son. Yeah. Maybe fan, I'll bring it. Yeah. But the uh, I was I was thinking for the Switch, right? And I, was, I think that might be something. I'm not sure, but kind of hope Santa brings that this year. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can actually do this on any system. So I'm gonna leave that out. There you go. I'm gonna wait, wait for the Steam sale. I would. Yeah, I, I just think it's gonna be on the sale like t- like tomorrow. Like I'm, I think it might be on the Black Friday sale tomorrow. So probably yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I think that is going to do it, boys, unless you have anything else to add for episode 72 of the show. You guys all good? I'm all good. Daryl, you all good? Yep, I'm good. Alrighty, sir. Well, thank you both very much for your time. Thank you to the listeners. Uh, for, for If you're a new listener, welcome. We hope you enjoyed the show. Go ahead and check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash trophytalkpodcast. More important than that, though, immediately go and check out the Discord, right? And uh, if you like the show, leave a like on whatever service you're listening to or a good review. It certainly helps us grow and find a new audience. Our last few episodes have been getting way more listens way quicker than before. Uh, so that's really exciting to see. So thank you very much for that. And uh, Daryl, where can people get in touch with you? Where can they find you at? Find me on PlayStation and on Discord at the Tallsimon guy. Right on. Eli, what about you, sir? I'm sure 131D, anywhere you'd like. <laughs> That's right. And for me, CK Present, pretty much everywhere. Primary places, Discord, PlayStation, Xbox, YouTube. Okay. Until next time, everybody, we hope you enjoy your trophy hunting exploits, and we'll see you later. Take care, and goodbye. Goodbye.